captured Master Callista, we have been betrayed. The War Master has turned from the light of the Emperor. No, it cannot be. Why would Horus do this? He has fallen to darkness. He must flee the system. Take these four remembrances to Terra and carry word of this heresy. The navigators tell me the Warp is in turmoil. We will be ripped apart. We cannot do this. You must have faith in your ship, my old friend. Your service will be remembered. We will carry word and ensure the galaxy knows of the War Master's treachery. And when we can, we will send the Legion to reclaim your sarcophagus. Only in death will duty end. Welcome to episode 9 of year 5 of Edge of Empire, the very bestest of Horus Heresy podcasts. Okay, so somebody uh, is messing with my auto cue in the classic Ron Burgundy <laughs> style, where I will just read everything in front of me. However, Do not I am say not that. going to read Do that. Do not say that. I'm not going to read that. I'm going to go with what the normal <laughs> intro would be, which is... I am joined by my comrades in arms, the Fab Four, as we are known. So the George Harrison of the group, Mr. Michael Bottrell. Hang on. Well, okay, I'm happy with that. George Harrison. He... The, the, the John Lennon of the group, Mr. Rob. Oh, really? Talent. Yes. Oh. Oh, hey. Of course, there's myself, Graham Mills. I think I'm more of the Paul McCartney. And finally, we're joined by... <laughs> Yoko yeah. Ono, Chris. <laughs> Wait, so Ringo doesn't even get a mention. Doesn't even get a look in. Okay, so Thomas. this month, we're going to... I have to think long and hard about that one. Uh, this month, we're going to take a look at this month's new release. I don't, I, Chris's right to reply is has been overruled. So, Chris, please. Absolute bullshit, basically. <laughs> <laughs> We just had to report this, and now I've got a beep hitting it. Yes. Anyway, um, it's all harmless fun until somebody loses an eye. Right. Take and then a it's look harmless at... fun with no depth perception, to yes. quote James just... Hetfield. Um, so, you know, maybe we ought to be uh, a bit more careful about the, someone losing an eye, considering presses. That is also true, and I realised that as soon as I said it. Apologies <laughs> to my brother, who is, of course some problems with his eyes so that really was well thought out graham Go i mean it would be cool if it got shot out of a um a uh, you know an air rifle that would just be kind of cool but you know christmas sorry you're gonna give me yes. a magnet for christmas yeah he's gonna open a box and say wear this new t-shirt yeah. there's a slight lump on the left hand side don't worry about that it's what all the cool kids are wearing finding out that it's actually all of those uh, little magnets you've been buying off the interweb put into a sewn into a pocket I know this is a tangent, but apparently there's some TikTok thing of uh, people swallowing magnets at the minute, and they're literally telling people, do not do this. Why? Why, for the love of all that is holy, what are they going to do? What, mag- try and hook it out of their poo at the end of the day? I mean... I, I have no idea, but obviously little magnets are not good to swallow. You know, actually, as we're going to... We started on a tangent, so I'll keep going. Did Go you on. see the uh, COVID uh, expert in America today? who was interviewed and said that 
COVID vaccine turns you magnetic and it's connected to 5G. No, I sorry. Were they an actual expert or did they just proclaim themselves as an expert? I think there might be an. These will attach to your face uh, because we're all now magnetic. So that's, that's, really... that's great to know. Look, no offence to our American listeners, and but we people know... wonder why people comment but... about the educational system on the wrong side of the Atlantic. Yeah, it's like, is this the fabled education you go into debt for? Hey, you know what? Um, we uh, we're not all perfect. Anyway. Oh, no, moving no, no. aside we've, of, had, uh, we've had Piers Corbyn of course we, yeah exactly we've we, got Boris your mate true. True. we we we're going to move on from geopolitics onto the Horus Heresy podcast that we're supposed to be talking about oh, yeah. and take a look at, at this month's new releases in a moment uh, we're also going to be updating what we've all been up to this month. Guess what, folks? Spoiler alert, games were played. Uh, we're going to run through this month's news. And then Engine Kill uh, is back for the attack with Michael and Chris reviewing the Loyalist Legios. And finally, we have that veritable uh, mecca of all things paint, Rob's Paint Shack. Don't talk yeah. about this month. Looking forward what to talking about this month. Don't know yet. We'll Don't we'll yet. think of something. We've always got something up our sleeves to talk we'll about. Work it, we'll work it out, won't we, Chief? We totally will. It's all good in the hood. Okay, so new releases, Mr. B. Give it to us. Zero point six point seven nine eight point M two nine. A Thursday, just after tea time, is raining in the depths of the Imperial Palace. Malkador, the time has come to set forth into the galaxy with all the armies of man behind me to reclaim the galaxy and bring to it illumination. Very well, my lord. I shall marshal the legions immediately. Uh, yeah. Um, excuse me. Sorry. Um, if it's illumination you're after, can um, can I suggest the uh, Daylight Company? They do the best desk-mounted hobby lights for all hobbies, including galactic conquest. Sounds very promising, and it would save a whole heap of trouble, my master. Oh. Uh. All right then. Um. Cancel the crusade and. Get me one of these loomy lamps. Immediately. Daylight Company, bringing illumination to a galaxy near you. Okay. So We're not going through all of these one in one after another. No, Surely not. Oh, absolutely. Bristle counting everything. We bleed in <laughs> our knot. <laughs> no, we're not. To be decidedly northern about it, though can chuff off, pal. I, I want to think through the bristles. I want to know how many there are. I want to know what they're made of. No, don't. You'll be tasting them from wrong end if you carry on. I, I will be asking you a question about this. But that's well, about being it. as you failed terribly in my buildings quiz after that episode, maybe the brush quiz we can do better at. Okay, new releases. And after a little bit of discussion about bristle sizes and lengths, we're not going to talk. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, there have been quite a few new releases this month, but most of them are paintbrushes. So, you know, okay. that. Uh, the first one was... I'm not sure about including this, but it's kind of there. Necromunda Hive War 
it's hard to screws of zone palace terrain template potential metalisha models but i don't think it's all yeah 90 quid 76 pounds 50 element games it's Necromunda is um, amazing, but it's not for this show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Necromunda is amazing, but not for this show. But again, the stuff is very usable in, you know, things like Zone Mortalith. And so it is sort of worth it. Um, then we've got the Necromunda Underhive Propaganda Transfer Sheet, which is 20 quid and went out of stock within seconds. So that was a shame because it looked really nice. Mm. Uh, just had a bunch of posters on that were um, really quite cool uh, for, ne- for Zone Mortalith terrain. But, you know, print your own and put them on there with PVC, which I think looks better, actually, because that, that is proper paper. OK, then we've got now, Rob, I'm going to ask you questions about this, but we've got a bunch of new bridges released. The mm-hmm. STC synthetic range with yep. prices, you know, from, you know, you know, something or prices from something. no offense, but more than you need to pay to a lot more than you need to pay. But yes, carry on. Prob- probably. Yeah, probably. I think brushes are. Well, brushes are brushes, and no, brushes uh, aren't br- brushes aren't brushes. But yeah, I know you know what G- I mean. Uh, GW are a bit like Apple in that they give you a they give you a one pound fifty brush and charge you three fifty because it's got a GW logo on it. Yeah, something like that. Now so these are what, what the hell are these things? Yeah, they're synthetic brushes. Now, so they're synthetic, what? so that they're um they're there's no animal product involved. Mm-hmm, right. It's just oil derivatives, so it's just a it's a moral dilemma dilemma to paint your models with, basically. Um, so they are they are synthetic, so they have different qualities to hair. It's not as springy; they're not as absorbent. They can curl at the tip, and you can't do anything really to reshape them because they are an, an acrylic bristle. So if you put too much heat through them, they'll just frazzle up. Um, but for people who want to make a choice of, of no animal product brush, then then it is an option. But to be honest, for those prices, even looking at the discount prices at Element Games, go to Rosemary and Co. and look at their synthetics. Okay, but what because those be, are, is there an actual big difference between? Is there a reason why a a, a high end painter would want a synthetic brush over a? They um, would. Okay. So it literally because is just a moral. The, yeah, the, the, the way the, the way the different um, fibres behave isn't as good for certain things. So, um, but is it better for other things? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's just bad and, at something. Synthetics were originally created because they were going to be a cheaper cheaper. They were going to be a cheaper alternative, um, but. Um, sable has come down in price obviously it has the issues that you know unfortunately the little sables don't just get their tails shaved in winter um they don't no jesus which which always struck me as daft because you know even if they do a squirrel knocking on the job and you just have one without a tail fair enough Mm. um but yeah they're, they're supposed to be a cheaper alternative they are handy for stuff like oils i use synthetic brushes for a lot of oil work because i'm not killing my windsor newton series sevens yeah. with uh, with oil paints but i buy packs of 10 for about for the price of one of these from somewhere like the works and i'll use right. i'll use it for a couple of days until it's dead and it'll go in the bin or go on the barbecue and then i move on to the next one yep okay cool I mean, Megan's gotten a um, 
no, a medium um, base brush. She seems to quite like it, but I don't like GW base brushes anyway. So. I'm really, um, I'm really finicky about brushes, and I think GW have managed to market and jargon their way into charging over a hundred percent more than they should for what they sell. They're a lot better Fair. than they used to be, but they are still massively overpriced across their whole range yeah, of brushes. They, I, I'd agree. They're good brushes, but I wouldn't. I don't like paying the prices for them. Picking up an Australian twang to the way Rob's starting to talk now. Yeah, sorry about I, that. I went a bit... I must prefer, I must prefer, I went, I must hey, no, that, that might change with the new trade arrangement with Australia, though. You just watch people start singing praises when the prices come down. <laughs> um, prices come down. Um, yeah, they'll be they'll be skipping through wheat fields and everything, getting bitten by spiders. But um, I'm, I'm a, I must be honest. I must prefer the hand army army painter um, white brushes. Rosemary and Co. Series thirty threes for the money that you pay, they are the best brushes I've ever used for quality compared to price. Okay, all right. Moving on, we've got a more gaming here. We've got adaptive mechanicus dice. Uh, twenty pounds or seventeen pounds at uh, Element Games. There uh, you get a pack of twenty dice and. The, Surprising, still in stock. Is that is that because you didn't order nine hundred? <laughs> yeah, I ordered not got any. Of course it is. They seem really expensive for what they are. I'm... Powder dice, but those... they're not that nice uh, design. What happened to a pack of Chessex for seven quid for? Is exactly. it thirty six? And you could have got some see through some... cool colours. Just red dice with a Mechanicum stamp on them, as far as I can tell. That's yeah, so they all pretty much the... are. GW do is it? All the other dice are. I, well, no, the, I mean, some of the 40k and AOS dice are really good. It's just these are not. Like the Sisters of Battle dice, they're really nice. These aren't. If you want Sisters of Battle dice, Mike, buy yourself some plain ones. I've got loads of fleur de lis transfers I'll send you. You can spend you can <laughs> buy yourself for an afternoon. Six is on them. Fair enough. Uh, then we've got the Skitari Marshall, uh, £18.50 or £15.71. And I include this because that is your. That it's, is. It's an axiom. It's an axiom. Yeah, it's an axiarch, and I'm going to buy one of these as an axiarch. Temporarily out of stock online. Yeah, because everybody's bought it to use as an axiarch. Yeah. <laughs> I think in general, it's actually a really good model in the Mechanicus range uh, in 40k anyway. So no, no, it's it's a good model. Full stop. Yeah. Well, I, could I you could you model. use it as a Magos? You could. Yeah, definitely. It's got like a little servo army thing at the back there. Looks totally like he's ready to go. Modify that. To show. Yeah, modify it a bit, make it a bit more fancy, and you know, definitely a Magos. Probably but, oh, Magos. I, don't think, I don't think you even need to make him more fancy. It depends no. on the type of Magos he is. If you've got an, a Magos Lacrim, Lacrimillus, is it? Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. You yeah. know, the one about tears, you know, he's just standing at the back going, you minions, go and die. Mm, yeah, but they're, they're nice. They're nice ones. Uh, okay, so moving on, then we've got um, two models. Now, like, that for some bizarre reason, they're listed twice. The same model, but different sort of configurations. Uh, Sinessa, the voice of Slanesh, Dexessa, the talon of Slanesh. They're £68 or £57.80 at Element Games. They're sort of basically Slaneshi demons, so I don't yeah, know. This is, this is Slanesh goes to Rio in Carnival Weekend, basically. Yeah, it? I don't know how what you would use them as. Uh, you know, just something. What, what's, what's, the, what's the bigger than brute but not quite demon lord demon? Uh, you, you, you just have greater demons. They're, they are a thing, so. Yeah, so, yeah, possible alternative greater demon there. Yeah, or you yeah. could use them, if you change the bases they were on, because they look like they would fit on much smaller bases than that, they could be flying, um, what they call it, Shrikes? 
Because they, they are flying. They're a bit big and expensive for Shrikes. Yeah, because yeah. Shrikes come in squads as well. So. Oh, right. Yeah, they come in like threes. With, I'm getting them confused with um, some, something else. Something that Mark Frost did something horrible but, with. I'm trying, my brain's trying to blank you, it out. You've got, potential de- you've got potential demon model there. Um, well, they're definitely demon models. I think you'll probably see them because they're interesting. I'm not keen on the silhouette myself, but... It is very carnival. Yeah, like like you do need you do need to have like a unit of guys with steel drums on either side of her. <laughs> they're very <laughs> nice, but I'm wanting to see other interpretations of these color schemes. Yeah, I I noticed when they did the release on these. I think these have been done quite quickly. Yes, in certain places because some of the paint jobs in some of the photographs isn't up to normal heavy metal. I noticed. I mean, it's still far beyond mine. I'm not chucking stones in that glass house, but there's just a few bits that I was like, either they would normally get photoshopped or these needed to be out in a hurry. Yeah. The um, successor one to the other one, the one with the sort of big peacock fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I prefer that one. That's just quite cool. Yeah. They're so, £68. Yeah. Or fifty-seven pounds AP element games. Same kit, just two different builds. Yeah, I think they're really cool. I I, I love the entire Slanesh range. As and when I get round to Demons of the Ruin Storm, that is the range that I will be building from. Yeah, they re- they are really nice. Um, then we've got Luxian and Vareska, the Exquisite Pursuit. This is a box of Slaneshi demons. You get uh, some 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 old and some new. So you get the oldest Slaneshi demon models. The, the the seekers of Slaanesh. God, they look awful next to the new fiends. I think they just need a paint job. I think for those, it's the paint job. They need they need riders that fit on the mounts. Is what they need. <laughs> I think if you did, I think if you did those um th- those seekers in a better pa- in a paint job more in keeping with the existing. Painting, Graham's old painting. enough to have watched Mannequin when he was in a teen in his teenage years. Kim Cattrall in her uh, in her twenties. Oh, Kim Cattrall? Uh, they literally just look like you know yeah. Steve Gutenberg's just dropped her down a flight of stairs. That is true. Yeah, but uh, she was also in uh, Star Trek Six. She was also in Police Academy. Oh, oh you're it. She's, she's been in a lot. She also <laughs> admitted that playing a character in Sex and the City wasn't actually acting because she. She was notorious in her younger days for basically sleeping with anybody she worked with. She did go on to she did go onto the set uh, of the Bridge of the Enterprise and have photos taken of her naked but made up as, a, a, as the Vulcan character. And um, all uh, libel and, cases from Kim Cattrall's uh, attorney. No, 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 that really did, that, that really did happen. Mr. Yeah. M. Bottrell. Well, that, that, yeah, no, but that was one of the reasons why they let Denise Crosby back in. Because Denise Crosby got fired for doing a Playboy shoot, and because they thought, oh, it, it brings the the brand into disrepute, so that's why they killed Yarov in season one, and then Kim Cattrall did that, and Denise Denise Crosby was like, <clears throat> um, excuse me, she did what now, and didn't lose the job, and they went, oh yeah, you've got a Romulan sister. Anyway, right. Any, so any that reason that she comes back is because she was in yesterday's Enterprise, and yeah. Which is a fan-written story, and then the idea to carry it on came from yesterday's Enterprise. 
Anyway, so moving back to uh, the exquisite pursuit, you get in that box a uh, bunch of Slanesh demons, um, which, again, I think would actually work quite well with the start collecting team Slanesh set. You've got a contorted epitome, which is probably a demon lord, uh, the, 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 the herald type well, the thing. The mirror thing. Yeah, I think you'd use that as a, as a herald. Uh, I think you'd just think I'll find something to do with that. but um... Yeah. But you've got fiends of Slanesh, you've got your beasts, sorry, your brutes, as it were, and some uh, seekers of Slanesh. So uh, uh, you've got the cavalry unit. I can't you can use it. the, I, I don't know, the, the, those demonettes, demonet riders are ruining the whole thing for me, unfortunately, because the, there's, yeah, you can, the difference in age is really obvious in those promo shots. Yeah, yeah, it is. They're, they're less um, than out. But that yeah. box set, Still in stock, 55 quid or uh, £46.74 at Limit Games. A really good box, I think. Um, then we've hmm. got uh, Mortis as an MP3 audiobook. Long last. At long last. Well, I say long last. It's only been a few weeks, but still, it's not like forever. Audiobook. MP3, $29.99. Oh, what an audible credit. Go through the link on our website, and uh, that gives us a little scratch on the back as well. Uh, and then we've got all oh, my um, the Adeptus Titanicus Warbringer Nemesis Bellicosa Volcano Cannon. Uh, Sixteen pounds. This was a little bit controversial because it uh, doesn't come with the platform. Uh, yeah, so it, it's really really difficult. You've basically got to buy a whole new um, Warbringer to put this on. Because it's not as easy to remove, especially when you've got when you've got those power things at the back. So I don't know. It's a bit it's a bit of an awkward one. I mean, even if you I think it'd be really difficult to remove the platform anyway. But it's not exactly an easy one to, to like magnetize. If, if you'd if you'd gone into it knowing what you got when it was gonna come out, I'm sure yeah. people could have you know, done some magnetic jiggery pokery at Graham's risk to make it work that they could have just dropped this new bellicosa in. But it was the fact that everyone was like, "Oh no, it's fine. I'll just magnet. I'll I'll just won't glue in the platform." And then when they do it out, you know, they're not they can't release it without just the whole platform coming in. And then they've released it without the whole platform, and mm. people have gone, "Oh." I've I um, I've got a warbringer that I bought the other day to to assemble, so I'll have a look and see. I think magnetizing yeah, get, get it's going to be get, really Get some difficult. filming of it done, Chris. We'll do it. We'll do it. If this is what you want to do, then this is what you need to do. Ma- magnetizing it's going to be really difficult. I think it's a great. I'm, I'm very tempted to get one. Actually, I really like the model. Um, even though I've played the game yet. Um, on a complete tangent, by the way, folks. I thought I would check to make sure that we weren't going to get sued by Kim Clatterall, and I stumbled onto Reddit, and this made me laugh. So apologies in advance. Uh, the, re- the reason why we don't have nude pics of Kim Cattle on the Enterprise is because Leonard Nimoy is a sounds like rock block. And somebody's underneath has said Spock blocked, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> so, yeah, yes. he, he, he was very unhappy. And took the he was super unhappy me. about it, apparently. So there you go. That's why, thankfully or not thankfully, depending on your point of view, there aren't <laughs> any pictures on the Internet. Uh, so, yes, Spock blocked. Good one. Anyway, no. made me laugh. Really I thought that, that might might work with the rest of you. <laughs> yeah, folks. I was going to say he, he didn't block them; he just kept them. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, moving yeah, swiftly so, on. Uh, 
Warbringer Nemesis uh, Titan Bellicosa Volcano Cannon, £16 uh, from Ford World. Um, which isn't a bad price considering what you get, but it's, yeah, but never mind way. that, Mike. What comes next? What else? Have oh, Volkite! Volkite! Volkite for Titanic. Revert Titan Volkite um, Eradicators. Uh, Warhound Titan uh, Eradicators. They're eleven pounds. The Volkite, the Warhound. War, sorry, Warhound is arms. Uh, the Reaver is uh, carapace. It's and, so you can't say it quick enough. Yeah, can't say it quick enough. And the uh, Warlord uh, Titan Volkite Destructor is fifteen quid, and that's an arm weapon. And so, Michael's ordered nine of them. Yeah, never mind. I Kim Kasher ordered it. naked. Just mentioned Neil Volkite. Could, yeah. All of a sudden, Mr. B's voice goes up three, three <laughs> octaves. I, say, I, I haven't been able to order any of them yet. Temporarily out of stock, my friend. Exactly, that's why, and I'm going to order them together rather than. Is Volkite as useless in uh, no (laughs) in Titans as it is on uh, in the normal game? I'll just point you out what weapon the glaive's got on it, Graham. Yeah, that's true. true. It's it's good against void shields. It's amazing against against void shields, and it will map up knights. Accelerator auto cannon things good against void shields, isn't it? Um, anyway. Not in Titanic, is it? In? Okay, cool. So, worth a, worth a punt then. Of course, Mr. B will be super happy throwing fairly ineffective lightning bolts at people. Cool. So, you have some Volkite now, Mr. B? Are you a happy man? I will be when, uh, when, you, like, when you can. Yeah, I want some of these because uh, they do look the uh, yeah the dingoes danglies to be uh, more... They, 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 look, they really do look good business. I'm a I'm a bit of a, I'm a I'm a bigger fan of the volcano volcano cannon sounds like it's going to really wreck your day. Volcano yeah, eradicator looks, sounds like yeah, something you'd use to you know get rid of a personal <laughs> pers- personal grooming or something. So I saw lots and the bellicosa is only one dice I think if I'm correct. Okay, fair enough. Looks cool though. Anyway, so some new releases, some cool stuff in there. Nice. That I think. Mm, release of the month what's your favorite out of all of those let's try that i really like that demon of Celeste. i've got to be honest with you i thought that looked pretty mint for me it's with guitar marshall i love the mechanic so mm, yeah yeah <laughs> i think that was it stood out for me which one yeah the s base brush the stc base brush, 485 <laughs> <laughs> yes <sighs> there you go mr yeah. b Votes for uh, Mark, the, the Skitari Marshall. So there yeah. you go, folks. Our, our top pick. Yeah, I'm being Marshall. Just on because the more Jonathan Keeble I get in my ears, the happier I tend to be. So. Whatever floats your boat. Right. Let's move on to something else. What we've been up to, I guess. So now we move on to current projects and, and our personal shenanigans. Uh, I'm going to go first. I'm going to get myself out of the way. So I have just been focusing on the Company of Legends stuff that we've got to get done because there it's 12 weeks away, which I only realized that about 3 a.m. a couple of days ago. I've <laughs> been a sweat. I went, how many weeks is it? And uh, it was less than I thought it was by about twice as far so um yeah herding 70 cats at this point is is what the last few weeks have, have, have pretty much felt like but we're 
yeah, we're good. We'll, we'll, yeah, we're good. We're, we're, we're getting there, aren't we? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to look into some score, um, scoring um, stuff. Uh, yeah. See if there's, see if we can potentially utilize the West Coast pairing system or whatever. I don't know. See. Technology. Um, yeah, and the only reason for that is that you know we've got to reduce potential for COVID um, yeah. transmission, which is a bit awkward, but. We have testing uh, stuff now. We have them um, to send out if they're required. So that's all sorted. Or most of that's sorted. That's good. Got a little selection of those to post out to people at some point. Um, but yeah, so model wise, I've still been working on my Titans because I'm supposed to have a game with Adam uh, on the 21st. That's sort of when we've penciled one in for. So um, most of my, all my carapace armor is painted. It's just sort of assembly. The, and then sort of done-ish i did some uh edge edge work while uh joining mr b on his, his sessions uh, you did now so um which was about as much fun as uh, jabbing something under my fingernails or having it <laughs> by a, an angry asian gentleman um but yeah so it's, it's all good bits and pieces bits and pieces but yeah all, all gravy what about what about you uh darling brother of mine uh, well uh i said i'd paint ultramarine recon squad and possibly give the iron warriors uh, a go and also my warhound titan um so what i did was i finished my warhound titan so really pleased how this thing oh, yeah, turned that out. really nice a lot of help from rob uh with some of the techniques for example the um oil streaks and stuff just gave it a little bit of something else um i actually enjoyed painting this model it's a big old model and every time i looked at it beforehand it always made me sad because it's like it was sort of sit there looking at me going you know this is a terrible paint job right graham and i kind of painted the same color as my knights which was a mistake because i was just like oh no that's wrong it needs to be a different thing to your knights so leave, left my knights in the same color they are which is that kind of cadbury's purple with the um rune lord brass uh, trim and i repainted this whole model from scratch so the titan got completely redone uh in legio defensor so not only was that got like a quite a cool faded green or, or multi-part green uh it's also white primarily so a color that you know we generally try to avoid because it's a pain and, and it basically was a couple of weeks work i put into this bad boy actually uh, getting it to a point where I was really happy with the white and then getting the greens right, you know, masking everything off. Uh, and in the end, I was I was really happy with it. It's nailed it, it looks nice. Uh, uh, yeah, it's nailed it. Um, so it still it had this ongoing problem where I posed it previously and it always bugged me because it looked like it was leaning over something. So I thought, well, I'm just, I've got a base for it anyway and it's quite a scenic base. So I ordered, so this is a funny story, I suppose. I ordered some 135 scale ruins off interweb uh thinking they were plastic but they weren't <laughs> they are kind of actually plaster which is a bit of a pain because oh. i was trying to kind of cut them to fit and uh, the whole oh, thing man. shattered horribly so it's like ah oh, that's a pain uh luckily there was i bet those were the exact words you used as well pretty much uh, luckily there's enough bits in there that i could um, put them in front of the titan so it looks like a ruined building is actually in front of the titan and it's kind of leaning over the building, so it makes a little bit more sense. Of course, seeing as someone's in there, 
well, kind of using it as a little bit of cover. Obviously, it's not covering the game, of course. But um, so I got that painted up as well. So I painted the scenery and the, and the base and redid a load of stuff on the the model, you know, that, that bugged me for years. And I've ordered the, in fact, just turned up the other day, the the um, plasma blast gun from Forge World, and the, I've got a um, Vulcan Megabolter. So um, I'm going to be using that, using that loadout rather than the D cannons because that's a bit scary. So uh, expect to see it on about on a table nearby. I mean, it's like I say, it's 300 quid worth of model that I used three or four times. And I'm like, this isn't right. More than that, more like 425. Uh, I think when I bought it, it was, I mean, I suppose the guns are 45 quid a spin, which is expensive, but I've got them now. Um, I just need to paint them and then it's going to go into my army of ultramarines. So we talked and the Mick was taken incidentally uh, about me using um, the Titan with recon marines and saying it was like a recon company, you know, which of course technically it isn't. I mean, even though the Warhound is a scout Titan, I mean, it's a Titan for goodness sake, right? Uh, not the most stealthy of things in the world. Can you just imagine it tiptoeing through the undergrowth? Well, um, I don't know. What's the old... Um, what, oh, what was the character? Freed? Used to be able to sneak a unit in, scout a unit. Yeah. 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 Creed. yeah. So yeah. anyway, to back this up, so I want to get the Ultramarines done uh, because, you know, I've got not got enough armies already. Um, I've painted the 15 Recon Marines that have been on my backlog for a long time. So it's a bit of a pain painting these, actually, because I kind of... I thought oh, I'll do the camo cloaks camo and it just no matter what I tried it just didn't look right so I just painted them a single color and kind of filled the the a kind of I bought some kind of military greens uh from um sort of the model color range uh so they're proper kind of modelers paints if you like Vallejo uh like olive drab and olive green which are great colors to paint with by the way and just did green um, camo cloaks and used uh, Agrax Earthshade for brown to give it a little bit of contrast. And they come out okay, actually. I think they look all right. I think I tried to make them very camouflage It wouldn't have worked how I wanted it to work. And the um, camo cloaks kind of match the bases, which is what I wanted. It's like you wouldn't want a massive cloak. If you've got a camo cloak, it's got to match the base that you're on, I kind of feel. So um, I've now got 20 Recon Marines. Uh, which is my recon company. And I also paint up the Vigilator, which is a great figure. And it's got a lovely, lovely cloak on it as well. And again, I did the same trick with that. So that was very cool. Um, Someone lost so, their phone. Yeah, I think Sorry so. about that. Yeah. Um, Mine just made a noise. Sure. So that was it. So quite a lot. Of, so like I say, 15 recon Marines was a, was a chore, you know, bulk painting them. But that's what like I say. That's my troop choices done for the uh, Ultramarines. Uh, next step, I think it's going to be uh, uh, the Arcus. I think that's it for them. So that'll be another army, um, albeit one that has a 750 point um, uh, Lord of War. I have actually bought a, another Land Raider to go if I, for maybe using that army without using um, the Titan, for example. But that means I might have to create another squad uh, of tactical marines or veterans which ooh, the, the thought of making another mark three squad at the moment just doesn't doesn't appeal so yeah i'm quite pleased with them they come out quite nicely it's another army it's all good in the hood so that's me what about you mr b you must have had uh, a busy old month i did i did actually um i said i was gonna pump the secretary uh, peltasts 
and start on Custodes' vehicles. Well, I did one of those. I I I painted the, the Peltas squad first. Um, I got I got those painted. I'm quite happy with with how they turned out. Um, although you know maybe I should have got hot fights because the rules do look better. But and they're better in the game. I I bought um I bought I bought a hot. Uh, um uh just because they look so cool. Um and um add a termite for them. Uh, so you're going to get the old so termite put turn one out your pop with your 10 10 fillers or with haywire at range yeah good, good plan good plan i've got no i've got no defense anymore uh right yeah uh, and then i painted the two pairs of hematrope reactors that i got for my zone mortalis board i really like the blue you've done for your plasma and i was going to ask you how you did it uh it is just thousand suns blue as the base and then dry brush on the the, 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 the raised bits with uh, um, Temple Guard blue. Okay. So, right. Um, and then I did the obviously day of painting. Well, the 20, well, say two days, two, 12 hours over two days uh, for the Marine Compilation Society. We raised 160 pounds for you. I was quite nice. That. Thank you to everybody uh, who donated to that. Yeah, it was wonderful. The manatees will thank you. Yeah. Uh, and I got so a um, lot of lettuce. Lettuce. <laughs> And I got uh, I got a lot painted. Um, thanks to Midstratus, two Vertigus boxes, um, the um, Hematrop reactors, Galvant servo haulers, containers. There's quite a lot in to to do, and that was uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun, hard work, but a lot of fun. We didn't mm-hmm. quite get it done. We have to finish it then another day. But yeah, relatively happy with that. And that's another table from Company of Legends. And hopefully, it doesn't look too bad. Nice. Yep. That looks really nice. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't look too bad at all, but you know, you can only do what you can do. Good job on all of it, I think. Mm. Yeah, but it, it's sort of, uh, you know, you see some people saying, I'm oh, just straight in a dry brush. No, I like to do the detail on it. I like the, the, the t- terrain to really feel like it. Something. Don't know if that makes sense. Nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, so that was, that was a lot of fun. And then I got painted some um uh vexillus uh praetors the the, the ones with the, the um oh, the uh, custodians with the yeah uh with, with the banners um yeah. i got those painted um three of them for heresy more than gonna be your stand in terminators or are they going to be um thinking you on guard uh, they're just there, but, you know, they just to add to the squads as they needed. Okay. Um, to whoever gets them, gets them. But I've got two are built from wardens. And sorry, I thought they were the bigger chaps, not the um. Oh ones. no, no, no! They're they're just normal. They're, they're just warden custodians. They're just you know standard custodians with uh, uh robes around them. Uh, and then oh, and I also. Unveiled the secret project, which was the Iron Warriors. Mm-hmm. So that was that was fun. Finally got that fixed. I was really happy with uh, how the army turned out. And it's like uh, how many points of Iron Warriors have you got? Have you done one and a half thousand? Nice. Uh, built for Zone Mortala. Yeah. Uh, one thousand ninety nine more than you should ever need. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm quite I'm quite happy with them, and the scheme is sort of just really 
really quick, dirty, and simple. I think Dreadnought took me about 30 minutes. Uh, I've often been described in those very terms myself, actually. You know what? I was going to say that. That's how Greg <laughs> described himself. So he actually did. There you go. I thought I'd get in there as quick, dirty, and and simple. Yeah, yeah. three of my three of my leading yeah. traits. Yeah, so you've been talking it's to literally... my wife to be. <laughs> it's mostly dry brushing <laughs> and contrast. Yes, I I get it. But it looks great. It does look good. Yeah. Very nice. So I was quite happy with uh, the way about that. So um, I'm really happy with that army. I'm really tempted to expand it. I don't know about you folks, but recently I've been, and I suppose it started with the Titan. But I got my side auxiliary out the other day, and I was like, they look really tatty. <laughs> it's like knowing now some of the things that you can do with paint. It's like, do I have to go? I think I have to go back and repaint some of this stuff, or I'm never going to be happy with it. Does anybody else find that? It's, it's, oh, it's that, and, it's that, and your new light where you can see everything as well, and you're like, oh, no, damn it. It does it, that's true. But yeah, it's just I was just thinking, oh, maybe before I start my next project, I should uh, go back and repaint some of these things so they're a bit less rushed. Anyway, sorry, Michael, carry on. Yeah, no, no, I, I think that's uh, that's me done. So it's, it's over to uh, Rob. Yeah, so I said I would paint the bases for the custodies because I got resin bases from Unreal Wargame Studios. Yeah, they look practically like projects in themselves. So, yeah, they turned out to take a day. Oh. Or half a day. Um, yeah, airbrush pigments and oil washes when you're trying to paint mud doesn't take long. Um, so I got quite a lot more done than I was expecting to do. I've managed to get all the base metallics done across the whole army. Um, spent a bit of time on one this morning just working out what else is going to go where so i've done my um contrasting color on the sort of nacelles on the jet bikes and the vehicle and the two caladius um shoulder pads on the telemann for example um so yeah i've just been trying to keep the gold as cold as possible so that's been sort of quite a bit head scratching going right okay this is gold so it's yellow so um i need to make it cold so it's like right hang on what am i going to do to make yellow look cold and simple answer has been turn it into green but um yeah so there's been quite a bit head scratching but um good progress um i'm enjoying doing them they're coming together a lot faster than i thought they would do so um yeah uh, once my wedding is uh completed in two weeks time then i'll be have a bit more time to uh, to concentrate on that without uh, running around organizing things on my days off etc so yeah enjoying doing them for pictures followers on the followers on the instagram um i know it posts to the facebook as well but I've, I've had a sneaky look on my top secret facebook profile and i have no idea what it does to images and videos as it compresses them across the two different platforms but videos on Facebook look like bleh. they look awful. Yeah, they don't look the best. It's like literally when it transferred, like you know, post to Facebook as well. But what we'll do is we'll leave three quarters of the film quality behind. Mm. And so um, yeah, the the better pictures and whatnot are on um, the Instagram, and obviously I have a typically fragile podcaster's ego. So please come and tell me that that, that they look nice. Because, you know, I, I need random internet validation biscuits, otherwise I die. Totally, 100%. That's what we're all in it for. Yeah, okay. basically. <laughs> no and what about games played this month? And you have some. 
Yes. Yes, I have. No one likes a show off. Three games, in fact. So pretty much as soon as the we got the all clear, I was already organising a, a heresy night at Battle Bunker. Uh, that's me anyway. I mean, Chris, any games? Me old mucker? Yeah, a couple of a couple of weeks game with Adam, but that's uh, okay. Yeah. And I know Mr. B's had at least one, and I guess Rob probably not. So, um, so Battle Bunker came was back on Heresy Night there once a month at Battle Bunker in Sunderland. Um, so we had eight people uh, down, and we I started I'm starting doing the campaign system from book nine which is actually damn fine and very easy and pretty cool as well. So I'm going to run that, see what it's like. Um, Loosely basing the story or the narrative uh, to tie in with the Company of Legends, bigger narrative. So it's going to be on a, or it is on a moon uh, off the planet that the main event is going to take place. So maybe a little side quest sort of mission there. You want me? You're expanding our universe. I'm just adding a moon. That's okay. We, we've added much bigger things than moons. Uh, That's just no a moon. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, just a little bit of a side quest kind of story. Um, so anyway, uh, we had eight people down. Like I said, we had a, a variety of different games, like a variety of different um, armies going on. Uh, I just did a straightforward uh, War of Lies type thing um, because obviously it's been a long time with people and um just randomized the uh, deployment zone i think for the um i think we had the vanguard strike one which memory serves as the kind of triangles at both ends so the game i had was uh, tim and i took 1500 points each and anthony uh, had a 3000 points of mechanicum against word bearers and mind mechanicums is the first outing of the mechanicum uh, it's a really really good game actually uh, but um there was some pretty, you know, the Mechanicum are ferociously effective, I would say. Uh, so this is the army list uh, where I've got two Volturax, which they just murder vehicles so easily. It's scary. Um, three shots each haywire flying so they can zip around the board and just delete vehicles like there's no tomorrow. Um, uh, Anthony had uh, some hoplites in um armored conveyors which is a really great transport tr- type i think for normal shooting but of course flare shields on the front mean nothing to haywire so um in the end i think we managed to eke a victory it was a good combo actually with the mechanicum and the word bearers the word bearers were there to do a number in close combat and the mechanicum were there to kind of shoot things and, and get you know cause bother and get rid of tanks and what have you so good fun i really enjoyed playing the mechanicum but they're a little bit on the tough side i think um, in the way that I've configured them. So might need to look at how to soften them. I haven't played a full 3,000 points with them yet, um, but they're they're a bit tough. So use with caution, I think. Uh, and then that was on the Wednesday. The following Tuesday, Mr. B and I got together at Durham for a 2,000-point game. Uh, and maybe you talk should, about it. Yeah, maybe you should talk through this one, Mr. B. Um, yeah, we played it. I can't, it was Dominion. Um, and... Uh, I played my Death Guard. We only mm. played 2,000 points because it's been a while. I'm not sure, you know, uh, it's been a while. Uh, I, I want to get myself back into it. Of course, uh, pretty much everything was a, was a one for me. Uh, yeah. um, I just could not roll for Toffee. Um, I don't know. I, I, I was wiping out his uh, 
his um, what you call it, uh, uh, scoring unit, but unfortunately, you know, attrition and what have you um, saw me. Um, so you know, we drew on points on the objectives, but it was the secondaries that did me. Yeah, because uh, he did manage to slay my warlord. Um, but it just seemed like you know, right? I'm going to tank these wounds on him. Uh, first roll roll was a one, of yeah. course. Um, there's a couple of double ones as well for two plus saves for example yes stuff like that it's like oh man <laughs> oddly enough that since i've played you i've now caught that same malady uh so i think it's contagious whatever you have in terms of rolling ones and twos you call botrylitis i totally have um it was, but it, was, it, was it was a fun game it was a fun game it was, it was close i was solo auxiliary so two thousand points of solo auxiliary um which actually did pretty well. I mean, when they work together, they work pretty well, as long as you can keep people away from them. And as I found out later in the week on another game, once people don't keep away from them and give them a little tickle, they do tend to fall over really quickly. But managed to just hold uh, Mr. B back, um, focused on some of his bigger units, try to thin them down, for example, just by, like you say, throwing enough things at it to get him to fail those ones and two saves on his Terminators, for example. Um, I think I left the Land Raider, for example, was still alive at the end. It was just like, yeah, it's just too tough a nut to crack um, and things like that. But, yeah, it was a good game. It was a good fun game. Yeah. Uh, and there is a great picture of Mr. B's sort of head in hands after rolling a one and a two for some saves that were absolutely vital. So, yeah, not the best of luck, Mr. B, I must say. No, it was a, it was a, it was a rotten luck game. Um Although, uh, you know, try to try to assassinate your um, uh, your, your warlord with my uh, land raider at the end there, but uh, alas, did not. Mm. And then I had a bat- a game against uh, Tim uh, from who I played with on the Battle Bunker Heresy Night. Um, this was a full three thousand points, so this was my solo auxiliary, and I thought I'd throw in um, an allied detachment of ultramarines to to give them a run out. So I had. Uh, the, the same things that I, that I had with Mr. B, I threw in a Thunderbolt um, fighter bomber uh, just because I haven't used it for ages. I thought it'd be a nice, nice change. Um, and I, in the mechan- in the um, Ultramarines, I had a ten-person um, what they're called recon squad, and I was using Pride of the Legion, so I had a veteran uh, squad as well with a Praetor with the classics. Uh, power fist and um uh what's it called paragon blade um but yeah this was a really interesting battle actually because this was full-on world word bearers and i got a fairly good kick in although i managed to uh it was only by one point that i lost in the end but uh so uh tim played really well and you know lorgar cannot be underestimated this is just how useful a primarchy is um so what he did is he had the um Lorgar on the t- on the table turn one used obviously pick your psychic powers that you can do um gets warp charges on threes not fours uh and what he did is he gave him a levitation and uh what's the other one where you you re-roll everything basically i forget what it's called now uh anyway. No, the other one, Light Presence, it starts with a P, but I can't remember what it's called. Um, Precognition? Precognition, that's it. 
And he also had the other one where he could give a four plus in one save to another unit nearby. And he just, you know, used those throughout the game. I mean, it was easy. They're all one charge flipping psychic powers as well, making them super useful. But turn one, he we were just using normal sort of 12-inch deployment, you know, the normal kind of Dawn of War stuff. Um, he basically had a big squad of Galvor back that Lorgar was in, and he had a Leviathan Dreadnought uh, in a drop pod. Uh, he had a couple of tactical squads in Rhinos, um, and then he had an allied attachment of uh, Militia, so he had a couple of militia squads, grenadier squads. He had a big squad of Ogrins. Um, and I had three of my Ogrins, so the Solar Auxiliary Ogrins. Um, and, yeah, it was uh, and a, and a big Ashen Circle squad as well. So in my list, I had um, the I had a Lord Commander, um, always useful you know, for his leadership that gives it, gives it to all of the um, units and also... Um, he can pick his uh, Warlord trait, so Blind Barrage, giving you a, a Shrouded first turn, uh, just for the Solar Auxiliary. Um, I had a, a Command Squad, which is another super useful unit. The Banner's great because it makes everything stubborn within 24, and you've got Orbital Bombardment in there, which I never got to use, um, and a Cognus Signum, so you can boost people's Blitzit skill and you can use it as an Aubrey Scanner. Uh, and then I had two squads of um, Storm Squad, one in the uh, Terax, one in the Oryx, some Ogrins for Lols, um, and of course uh, the obligatory, uh, well, the Thunderbolt and some tanks. So I had two of the Executioners, which is the Plasma Cannon ones, and the Incinerator, which is the Volkite one. You'll be very pleased to hear, Mr. B. Um, so there were some couple of interesting things about this. One of them was, I know we've had this discussion, and I know it's pretty heated, but to give you an example, the if you compare the Ogrins in the mechanic in the militia list to the Ogrins in the um, sort of auxiliary list, they're markedly different. And you can give power axes to the uh, Ogrins in the um, militia list, which makes them super useful because they've, all, they've already got a low initiative. So you might as well go initiative one, but have AP two. Um, and they're a lot cheaper as well, which is really weird. But yeah. Those Ogrins did a number on me. I did kill all his Ashen Circle with Plasma, but the man of the match was... Um, actually, I did a, uh, quite a cool move on the Leviathan because that came in next to my Basilisk, which I had. And I just kind of just backed the Basilisk away far enough that the kind of took the um, Leviathan out of the game. It was just too far away to do anything, um, which was good because that's like 400 points altogether, of, you know, that thing coming at you. But Lorgar was man of the match, just... First turn, he's flying because of because of a levitation. Quick run at the end of it. Next turn, he's charging with the Galvor back. He's re-rolling all of his um, inbound saves, all of his normal saves, all of his hits to wound. Yeah, he's an absolute monster. And then just when I thought I might be able to do something with him when he's facing down the tanks, he pulls this, which I've never heard of, Mr. B. <clears throat> you should have definitely used this, where he can basically force you to only wound him on fives and sixes and re-roll those if you want to wound him. Yeah, so you can do that once per game. Yeah, but it was an absolutely crucial point and a really good move by Tim because uh, it was just like, oh, you know, I was going to just flatten him with plasma. All of a sudden, you know, I'm needing fives and sixes to even wound the guy, and then he's re-rolling his invulnerable saves anyway. 
So he just laughed at laughed at me in Lorgar and then waded in and smacked me about. So I did, however, manage to get a single scoring unit in each of the deployment zones because it was um, whatever that mission is, which basically meant they contested it. Uh, but in um, Tim slayed the warlord quite horrifically with Lorgar and uh, also he had the um, secondary objective, which is last man standing. So he had a lot more units left on the board than I did. So, yeah, cool game. Really cool game. Um, but, yeah, Lorgar, that was the takeaway there. Lorgar is a beast. He you is, especially it. when he's transfigured. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a really one, not, don't, yeah, don't underestimate the power of Lorgar is, is the takeaway from that. So I'm going to have another battle next week, but I'm going to bring the, bring the Salamanders out and see how they fare against him. We'll even out the score. I mean, I think... I'm hoping they will because obviously they've got three plus Invon and they've got two wounds, but he's still, you know, he's he can just take so many hits with that reroll. Harp at him a bit. Yeah, I think, you know, just um, putting them with Galvorbach's a really good move because they've got two wounds and they can take a fair bit, their toughness five, so you can't double them out with strength eight or strength nine. So, you know, they can so, soak up a lot of damage before Lorgar. Um, you know, to sort of shroud Lorgar from the worst of it, and then just unleash Lorgar at your back line, and it's all over. Unit of sisters, that's what you need. Unit of sisters. That's exactly what I need. You're not wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, good right. stuff. No problem. So, what about our commitments for next month? Um, well, I, I. There is a project that I want to start, that mm. it was my secret project. No, I am worried as well. Good man. Am I hell? <laughs> a lot of things are wrong with me, but nothing's wrong with my brain. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm reliant on a model coming back into stock and learning a new skill uh, from the internet to make what I want to happen happen. Uh, yeah, hopefully I'll make a start on that. I was just, yeah. I've, I know did a couple of sort of guides to help me, but yeah, I need a certain model to come to start, or at least I don't know really. I, I knew I do need that that particular bit of equipment, bit bit of kit from, from Forge World. Nice. Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, what about you, Rob? So I am going to get one unit of five custodians with Adrasite spears finished completely. Um, I might I might do more. Um, I get married in a fortnight, so um, I've got a lot to do for the first two weeks um, until the next show. But um, I've got a couple of couple of weeks off. Um, it's not like I'm going anywhere on honeymoon, so I might try and get a bit of a bit of painting in after the day. So um, yeah, that's what I'm going to commit to. If I can get more done, brilliant, but I will. Uh, go for a unit of five custodians with Adrasite Spears. Lovely. Oh. Uh, what about uh, you, Mr. B? Uh, I've got a bunch of Castlexes I want to get finished off. Uh, four of them. And uh, a Volterox. Blimey. Going big with the uh, Castlex there. Uh, yeah, two with Darkfire, two with the Mollable. Um, okay. And then I'll add two of each. Nice. So, uh, although I, I'm tempted to get another couple more with a bolt cannon. 
Shattering Cast decks are great. They are just simply great. Mm-hmm. The more yeah. yeah, even without the Darfire Lancers, they're still a hell of a hell of a unit. They are a hell of a unit. You're right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the, the, the 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 Mauler bolt, bolt plan is not to be underestimated. I think there's cheaper ways of doing AP3 to be honest with you, which is why I think the the Darkfire Lancers are so great because two shots and they're AP2, so they come super useful against all sorts as well. But yeah, you're right. They're just a really tough unit to get through. Lots of wounds, high toughness. They they ruin your day really quickly. And yourself, Graham? So I'm going to finish off. I'm going to get these two Titan weapons painted and on the Titan rather than the current loadout of two two D weapons or two lots of two D weapons. Um, and then that'll be that done, which is cool. I've got an Arcus and a Rhino to paint for the Ultramarines, and that's the Ultramarines done. So that'll be two kind of projects completed next month. After that, though, I haven't got anything on the pipeline. I'm actually up to date, pretty much, uh, heresy-wise. So, so that Legend story coming along? You what? That's the company of Legend story coming Well, I'm actually on holiday, uh, which is why I'm not going to Rob's wedding. And I'm, I'm hoping that's going to, in the sort of wilds of Scotland, I'm hoping to get some kind of um, Byron-esque uh, inspiration, obviously without the Lord of them. Um, didn't they have syphilis as well? <laughs> either of those two things without obviously you don't need those to write uh to to hope that i get some inspiration to to Great finish the story breaches and uh you know some uh silk handkerchiefs waving them around at people possibly that might work you know maybe going full full kind of uh i don't know what, whatever full on fop full on fop you know touring full on romantic was byron scottish no, he was not. Um, but yeah, I, it, well, he 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 went away and he did like tours of Italy and stuff and things like that. So I thought maybe being in the wilds of Scotland next to a lock might give me some peace of mind, you know, to not worry about work or general things in life and and focus on writing this story and, and getting it finished. So we know we've got we've re- we've rewritten it or we will be rewriting the beginning bits we never was never happy with the beginning bit and after speaking with chris it makes much more sense to try it this way we still need to bring the thing to a close which is always the harder part we've got an idea but writing narratives are tough sometimes and you kind of run out of run out of steam and try to do something different and it's like i just can't seem to make this story work so we need a little bit of time to try a few things and see how it goes Look, look at me, I sound like a flipping author. This is just narrative for a game. For a game that six people read. and Six people will actually read. You know, from the 60 people that come through the doors, 10%, if, if we get 10% of the people that read the story, I'll be happy. It's not marvelous. I mean, we have four narratives, basically. We do, yeah, and you've got the lion's share of that anyway, with the... Um, I've got all the... You've got the ZN and the... Battlefleet oh, Gothic. Yeah, so there's there's some work to be done there. Most of yeah. that. Just, uh, most of that just needs tweaking to be put into line with the new. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Awesome. All right. Okay. Uh, fantastic. Um, okay. So let's uh, move on to the State of the Union. Mm-hmm.
So now we move into just to see how much of a state the union is in, in uh, our ever popular State of the Union section. And for that, I will hand you over to the inestimable Chris Mills, Esquire. <laughs> so, well, that was absolutely, yeah. Uh, some of us like to base our monies, well, that's a nice little dig there. I, I like to base my monies too. Uh, and uh, Cromwell wants to help us out with that, with a new range of flock, because that's always exciting. And two-millimeter plastic bases, even more exciting. Uh, well, when they're one ninety nine compared to GW charging like an extortion. Um. So yeah, there we go. That's that's. Yeah, but they are they, they, they are just plain, Mike. Yep. They're not. They're not textured. Yep. They're charging you for that thing that comes free with the model that you buy. Unless you don't have the bases. For example, if you have 25 mils, because you're rebasing them. <laughs> that shoe one's getting longer. Okay. Uh, just use tea for your flock, <laughs> is my advice. Yeah. After another, another money-saving expert, Dr. <laughs> um the Imperial Fists Guard, help them, are getting some new Praetors. Yes, they are. Which has Chris allegedly rubbing his thighs. I'm kind of speculating as to why. Reeves style. Yes, they are in Mark III power armour and sword and, and other with Tartarus armour with board and sword. Also classic Imperial Fist combo mm. uh, because they get everything for basically nothing. So what do you think, Mr. Mills Jr.? They are. They are absolutely beautiful. How kind of baller? Even I would admit that. Yes. Much as it pains me to do so. I think, as far as rubbing thighs go, I think they're worth at least four out of five. All recacacacas. Fuck you now! It's really going back some. Um, <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't say that. I watched that as a kid and I loved it. Yeah, it was probably twenty years ago. Um, if not longer. Um, so yeah, they are great looking models. Uh, they look super in the Imperial Fist colours, of course, maybe a load of the old Black um, black Templar shields. Yes. That I've had kicking around for a long time. Mm. Because the Terminator has a shield that is pretty much identical to one of those, I can I can justifiably go, I can use those now. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Tartarus armour, board and sword, three plus in one, fantastic. Um, and, of course, run and sweep. So, great combos do they give us a release date for those or are they just to be nope at some point okay cool all right there you go so there are imperial fist fans something to look forward to yeah uh skulls the warhammer video game celebration uh return discount free warhammer games on steam gog xbox and oculus um few heresy titles in there there was a vr heresy title Mm. it's been previously released uh battle of health i think it was that's that's apparently quite good um and um yeah a few other um what's the one talan battle for talan uh so some interesting ones in there for us uh not no new heresy games coming out though um which is a shame but fair few interesting ones if if anybody's ever interested in anything like that although it has ended at the point that this comes out so that's a shame I mean, any game based around Kalth is a win-win because if you're on one side, you're killing Ultramarines. If you're on the other, you're killing Wordbearers. So there's no, there's no lose. There's no lose. Well, actually, I'm going to have to object to that now that I am a fully signed-up member of the Ultramarines. 
Uh, I suppose Mr. B, of course, could could be either, depending on the day of the week. Legion fluid, if you like. Um, <laughs> so I, I must admit, the idea of playing uh, a calf a game uh, in VR has got me thinking. Yeah, I an Oculus Quest. You, you're going to drop grand on an Oculus then? No, they're only uh, they're only two hundred and fifty, three hundred quid. Uh, oh, only right. I'll check down back at Sofa. I might get two tomorrow. <laughs> well, no, you know, compared to the competing systems, just like they—they they look know, great. I mean, they use—they use them at work. Uh, they're pretty flipping awesome. Put it on your wish list, mate. You'll get some random at a bite. Yeah, some random bite for you for your for your just giving. No, not what was it? Onlyfans.com. You know, yeah, literally, I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end up with someone turning up at the door, going, "Yeah, all that stuff I got you." Very suspicious. Anyway, um, mm. oh, interesting stuff. Some games there for for playing. So, yeah. and not play any of them. I don't think. I've always been a bit wary of Warhammer games because they always sort of flatter to deceive. I always oh. think, oh, there could be so much more. But Lost the dawn, yeah. the first one. Everything is sort of. I, I remember Cold War Warhammer. I've not played it actually. The best one that they ever made, which is probably long out of um, print now, was they did a an epic uh, turn based epic game. Uh, using Final Liberation. If you go on GOG right now, it's like a quid fifty or something. Is it? That was fantastic. I, all got, of the... I, I got that and Shadow of the Horned Rat, Epic Final Liberation, Chaos Gate, Shadow of the Horned Rat, Rights of War. Um, and another one that I can't remember, uh, like a fiver. That was really good because not only did it was it fun and it was like playing um, a game of Warhammer against the computer uh, or game of Epic anyway. Uh, it also had a load of units in there as well, which was really cool. Then you could see some of the units actually that you now play with. So I think that was probably the best one, but I, I think they probably realised that they were kind of just making a um, a version of the game that was exactly the same as the, the board game and could be cannibalizing their sales but there you go yeah but you can get all those old games on, on what was on it called epic final liberation epic uh epic 40k final liberation uh, cool i'll give that a look I, i'm gonna send you one anyway while while okay. rob talks about uh something else yes well speaking of you know getting back to uh bits of plastic resin that you need to wave a hairy stick at um Victoria Miniatures have updated their beloved Border World Rangers, hashtag not Tanith Honest, uh, with a version 2 kit, a Mark 2 kit, just in time for GW to learn to launch a certain plastic set of um, <laughs> Abnett's finest yeah. um, saviours of the galaxy, the A-team in plastic. Um, so, yeah, Victoria Miniatures, so you know what to accept expect quality wise although um i don't i don't think the promo pictures on these are as flattering as some of the some of the newer stuff um but yeah there's there's no kidding who they are i don't but i don't think you've just ordered a load of these haven't you chris yeah i'm just i'm trying to work out what's different in them because the cloaks look to be the same i think the heads are different i think the legs might be different but everything else seems to skull and sword pins is a new one uh so i'm guessing that's the cat badges definitely don't have them. Uh, yeah i think with a lot of these things it is uh sometimes when they do a mark two of like it's like this 
it sometimes yeah, literally is just for just to make it easier for them to the, cast them. Yeah, if you look on the look on the picture, the skull and sword pins, then they're, they're not cat badges. They're like um, they're like brooches for the cloaks to look like um, cloak pins. But yeah, it's a it's a dagger with a skull in the middle. It's really um, we know what that's supposed to be. But yes, they are nice. I keep looking at the Victoria miniatures, um, Desert Scorpions range, and going no, 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 can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. Um, if so, I ever win the lottery, I will do a Victoria miniatures Maleficarum. Just got survivors of the Dark Age. You only need forty of them. In fact, you only need twenty of them, and then just fill the rest with tanks. Um, but anyway, that's by the by. Elders. Eh? Matildas that they do. Yeah, the Matildas yeah, are yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, it's the artillery pieces that that I like. I really like their, you know, hashtag not Medusa's honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they they they're just really. You could make a stunning militia army from uh, from this, but you are talking Krieg money. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's uh, champagne tastes beer money. Once again, yes. at uh, Edge of Empire Towers. So, sorry, over to you, Mr. Uh, Mills. So, and the second bit of exciting news. Uh, Red Cross Games have returned to Kickstarter with an improved version of their popular wet palette. Who knew such a thing could be brought into existence? I know. <laughs> century, but here we are. We're in an age of the improved wet palette. Uh, which includes a reusable membrane and optional glass surface for oils. At time of release, this campaign will be over, but it's worth seeing if you can get in on the pledge manager if you can. I, I like this. I'm going to pick up the membrane when it's on its own. You can pick it up on the Kickstarter at a slight discount. Yeah, I've got a full pack of the paper to use up yet. I'm not bothered about saving two quid for the sake of getting something a year before I need it. Um, so um, I'll pick one up at some point, but the the main palette itself, the red grass palette, is fantastic. I've got the normal one. Um, yeah, so, I'm going for the normal one. Um, so yeah, if you don't have a wet palette, go for this. If you're feeling flush, go for the existing Mark One. If you're feeling more frugal, but they they discontinued the Mark One. Oh, in that case, don't buy the Mark One if you're feeling frugal. But um, I bet you'll find some friendly local gaming stores on the internet have still got some stock. Probably, but they're replacing it with the the Mark Two, which does look a lot better. You know, which is which is which is blue, so it will be less popular with the Dutch because the uh, the Mark One was orange. Very good. Um, Deep Cut Studios, those oh, well, free, go. those free advertising. Uh, what nots have released another quality project product which means we have to advertise their stuff because it's pretty good uh, and they've added a range of trees to their terrain offerings with no fewer than 15 different packs of trees of different types i went to uh, the model shop in chesterley street the other day which is like a mecca of modeling and my word there are an awful lot of trees a man can buy i hadn't so, realized this Mm. So yeah, Graham Farish yeah. do some nice ones for those kind of shops. But yes, that, that's the stuff they stock. Yeah, just, just you know, is this something new that they've branched into? Oh, 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 oh I see what you did there. Oh, oh. So uh, is it? Oh, yeah, model trees, thirty-two millimeters scale. Are these the ones that you're on about, Michael? Because you haven't put yeah. a link in. Oh, I thought I did. 
Very substandard, uh, Mr. Bottrell. I don't know. Um, so, yes. Mark about mm. as we are, but mm. <laughs> there may be more for fantasy-ish, foresty type stuff. But uh, mm. just interrupting Gra- the joke that Graham's going to go for there. I don't know if they got, you know, they're massively going to be definitely great for us. But I suppose they'll appeal to sort of the, the, the roots of the hobby, won't they? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, some people might try to cast some shade uh, at them, uh, but uh, mm, um, I think you're both barking up the wrong tree, frankly, and that these will be a very big success. I reckon Mr. B's got a trouble. Anyway. Boom, mills are done. That's it. Doesn't get better than that. (laughs) Unfortunately, we broke up, so that piece of comedy genius is completely lost on me. I didn't hear it either, unfortunately. Something about a trunk. Yeah, I said that Mr. B had a trunk full of them. Uh, Very good. Very good. Okay. Right. Right. That was it. You win. Okay, so moving on. Uh, Only one really relevant painting video this month, uh, and that was uh, a video of painting Ibrahim Rawls, the Colonel Commissar, um, because it's a way of doing militia, especially camo folks, which might be handy for Chris and Graham. Just Graham. It would have been useful for me if I hadn't already paid camera folks, but yes. Yeah. Would have been useful if you'd had the Good to know. Yeah, no, there's a there's a painting guide for him, and that is pretty much the state of the union. That's it? It Oh good. Okay. Okay, so we'll move on and talk about Rob's painting shack. Hello once again, and welcome to the confines of Rob's Paint Shack. Hello. It's a lovely day, lovely day in the garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've walked down to the bottom of the bottom of the garden where the shed is located. Yeah. Disturbed the 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 somewhat stressed uh, person living there uh, <laughs> as they as they attempt to partake as of the vision of their lovely army as well as simultaneously trying to organise a wedding, which is almost imminent. In fact, by the yeah. time the next one of these happens, you will be a married man. So I will be a married man, yeah. Exciting times. So this month then, so what's what's been, what have you been up to, me old mucker? So we been... talked a little bit about the custodies in the main show, but I'd kind of like to know a little bit more about what the hell were you trying to do with these? Right, well, it's all gone a bit Austin Powers because I love your gold. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I really don't love is orange gold. Okay. Like, I really don't like Trump gold, fake tan, you've been tangoed, orange gold. And by that, unfortunately, I mean the particular tone that the heavy metal studio pick. Um, see. So this would be retributor armor being a Yes. The, the, don't get me wrong. The effect they achieve and the finish they achieve is as flawless as ever. However, I just don't like the color okay so with custodies right they are fairly generic you know you can probably there isn't a huge amount of variety when people are seeing these on in, you know, in gaming events they're generally the old retributor revenge all over bit of red bob's your, bob's your uncle yeah uh, you, you can you can blast them you know you could blast mm. them out you could blast an army out neatly within the lines mm. 
dare I say it, in a week off if you didn't have a child. If like you literally had a week on your own, you could you could colour in an army between the lines with a rattle can and a couple of colours within a week. No problem. Yeah, I mean rattle can retributor um paint the red bits, bang on some agrex uh, shade. I mean, that's an army, right? Yeah, anyway, so, you, you know, totally, silver blades done. Yeah, totally, it, totally haven't done this. So you've gone down, you, as we expect, of course. Uh, you've gone down the artisanal route. You know, you've ordered your paint uh, yeah, from Egypt, as well. I understand. <laughs> in fact, from ancient Carth, Carthage. I think that you've managed uh, yes. to unearth something in the deserts of Tunisia. Yes, you know, where Dido herself this. has delivered it by trireme <laughs> um, before going back to hurl herself okay. off from the battlements. Yeah. So what do we do here? So I've seen the photos. You've gone for a very different approach, but different colours as well. So you're, you're mixing, mixing, and mixing things up. So what's the the base colour scheme? Obviously, is gold. Yes, that, but you've also gone with a green gold with a kind of aquatic feel for the the yes. non parts. So well, how have you done this craziness? And the other thing I really want to uh, get some answers about is. In one of the posts, I think you mentioned that, oh, yeah, this is about, you know, you, you kind of had the the base coats down and during the, oh, yeah, it's about six months worth of work. I'm, I'm like, six months? That's like four armies. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> so, well, I only ever do an army a year. I can't do any more than that. Okay. So talk us through what, what, you're, what you're trying to achieve with this and how you've gone about it. Right. So the I'll do the aquatic mm, bit first because yeah. that's actually what I did first before I did the gold. Um, so if anybody looks on the uh, on the gram, um, I think they're probably copied onto the Facebook as well. But the algorithm just destroys video quality and film and picture quality. So look for it on Instagram if you want to see what it actually looks like. Um, I just had this. I don't. I won't say brainwave. Probably more like a stroke. Um, that made me think. You know what? The sides of fish look really cool. Like I was probably watching some Attenborough on yeah. telly trying to um you know bludgeon a sense of responsibility for the natural world into the little man um and it's just that color that kind of flip that when a fish turns you get that green you get that silver you get a bit of pink um yeah. and i thought that'd look quite cool you know jet bikes look vaguely fishy that's, yeah, I can if we're going for uh, yeah. you know if we're going for stephen fry linguistic points yeah. Um, and I thought those nacelles that are generally red on yes. uh, on the Forge World website, I thought that'd look quite funky if I could do something like that with them. Yeah. But I kind of didn't have any idea what I was going to do. Ooh. I was like, okay. well, I could give it a go and the joys of airbrushing. If it looks a mess, it'll be that thin. I'll just undercoat back over the top of it and That's do good. something else. Yeah. So um, it was um, – I got I got all those bits – um, sprayed chrome with my um, horrendously toxic lacquer metallics. Oh, you so went, it was you a real mirror, real mirror finish chrome. And then the green is, yeah. um, it's actually an armoured glass colour. You're meant to spray canopies with it. For, it's designed oh, for spraying okay. the canopies on airfix kits. Right. So it's like a transparent, watery, greeny blue. Yeah. So I put that over the silver thinking I'm doing this on a 90 quid Caladius, this best blade in work. Yeah, flipping heck. You know, it's, it's, the problem with Custodes is you don't generally have a plastic side of a rhino kicking about to try it out on. <laughs> no. You really don't. No, that's um, true. So, so let me get this right. So 
you went like lacquer to start with. Yeah, lacquer chrome. So that it was doesn't proper sound like a, something that you can back out of at the end of it. I mean, there's a little bit of a you know a, a squeaky bum time, as Alex Ferguson once referred to it as. You know, taking that that's a bit of a risk, is it? Yeah, I mean, I'm used to using them, so I'm, I know I can get mm. a decent result with the chrome. Okay, that's not a problem. That's not a problem. What I didn't know about is um, how this armoured glass colour would layer over the top because it's not it's not like the other candy colours that they do that are meant to go over silver to give you that hot rod candy kind of look. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's much it's a much weaker colour. So I was like mm. super low pressure with the airbrush and basically just yeah. put like 10, 20, 30, however many passes over the top of it, but it was drying in between each one yeah. uh, to layer them up. And I was like, oh, that's a really nice green. I'm, I'm quite chuffed with that. I'll, I'll call that. I'll call that a win. And then went, right, pink. Uh, right. Mm. Uh, how do I do that? Mm. And again, it was just pure experiment because I thought, well, I don't have a purple. I don't have a pink. Pink, because it's red plus white, is very difficult to create a transparent one yourself without buying a pre-made one. And I was kind mm. of in uh, in the zone at the time. Whether that's a mixture of thinners or, or inspiration, I'll leave that up to the up to you, dear listener. Mm. Um, I thought, well, I'll try clear red. I'll okay. try a really thin clear red. Um, it's not like Tamiya Clear Red. It's, it's a lacquer one, again, meant for heat stains on uh, on metallics. Okay. And as luck would have it, over the green, it gave me the colour that I wanted. Nice. It gave me the colour that I wanted. So I ended up with this kind of, um, yeah, this sort of uh, Agamatus jet trout and the Caladius <laughs> Grav salmon Um kind of look for them so i was pretty chuffed with that and then thought right brilliant they look great problem is that's on the inside of the nacelles and now i've got to paint all the gold yes because i hadn't i hadn't undercoated the model at this time because the lacquers use a different undercoat to okay use so like literally i had these really nice fishy panel bits on the models and then was like yeah the rest of it's resin so yeah. this, this is going to be fun. So I used um, some liquid latex mask from Vallejo, which I've, ne- I've had for ages, but I've never used it. And it is literally just you paint it on. It's a yeah. layer of latex and it dries and then you can peel it off. So I thought, well, before, cool. yeah, I thought, right, before I do that, I'm going to varnish the bejesus out of these um, fish panels with um, future floor polish um, floor lacquer which is what something that the military modelers have used for it forever and then like six coats of an actual gloss varnish that I've got for through the airbrush to try and sort of make that finish as hard wearing as possible before I start putting latex on it and peeling it off yeah. uh, so I did that and then so you've gone full on shiny here oh yeah this this this, this is like um, shinier than the top of my head like Full on. I can see that from space. So yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like shinier than Picard on the bridge. Says the man Um, throwing stones in glass houses. Yeah. Yes. Um, So I thought, okay, I gave this liquid mask. Mm -hmm. You know, I painted it all on, and the weird thing is, it dries kind of transparent, not entirely transparent, but not far off. It look, right. it's, got, it's got like a blue colour in the bottle, but then when you paint it on, it goes a bit green, but then goes transparent. So you, it doesn't massively look like you've masked off. Ah, I see. But you can kind of see where where things are underneath it, if you see what I mean, which is probably yeah, so an then advantage. Yeah, so then when you spray over with black, 
it pretty oh, much yeah. looks like you're spraying over everything that you've just done, and you're like, I really yeah. hope that doesn't leak underneath. <laughs> I really hope that doesn't yeah. bleed underneath. Um, and, and you're kind of stuck then, because you're like, right, I am not going to know what that looks like until I've done all my gold. You're committed at that point. Yeah, you like full-on committed mm. padded room and, yeah, mm. your own special jacket that ties at the back committed. Um, so that was a bit scary. Mm. Uh, and then to add more fear onto it, I've never really airbrushed scale 75 metallics before. Like I've, I generally do everything with Tamiya or these Alclad lacquers. Yeah. Um, but I realise, you know, there's, some people would say you're not a proper heresy person until you do, until you're on the scale seventy five hype train. Um, I mean, they would do if they still ran a podcast because they're quitters. But hey, yeah. um, you know, looking at you, Trump. Um, so I thought, right, I'll give them a go. The Peridot Alchemy is a really green gold, like really green gold. It's really cold. Okay, really cold, which is what I wanted. I don't like that yeah. that warm orange kind of yep. fireside glow gold. <laughs> not. You wanted that kind of gold to, to kind of match the the sort of aquatic look, right? You know, yeah, yeah, have... and and plus, and, and it's set sort of siege of terror kind of theme, yeah. and the imperial palace is in the Himalayas for crying out loud. It's hardly Benidorm. That is true too. It's gonna be cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted like a really almost like frosty, um, dark green gold to go from. So use this peridot alchemy all over everything like literally just sprayed the whole army in one go and i bought four bottles of it thinking i don't know how far it goes i do mm. not want to run out midway no. and i used one well there you go so i've got three bottles yeah. of it sat in the paint rack that will last you know so i'm, I'm good for peridot alchemy like forever nice. um you know unless i take the custodian to like twenty two thousand points i shouldn't ever run out um so yeah that was a real that's only four models anyway mate to be honest but it's 22 <laughs> 22 you know I, I could have gotten less but i thought you know it's uh it's an unfriendly enough list as it is so okay so i did the whole lot and then um varnished that again with the future floor polish uh, which is now i believe it's pledge with future i bought a bottle like back in 2008 and i'm still using it so okay um i can't remember what it's called now um, or nowadays, I'll try and find it out for show notes for Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, went over it, and then it was time for oils. So, um, like panel lining everything with oils and going around all the armor again, trying to keep it cold. So I was stuck away from brown. Brown yeah. tends to warm things up. It does, yeah. So I went for Payne's grey, which Payne's is like grey, the classics, kind yeah, of purpley, like purpley, yeah. purpley grey color. I believe I've, I've got you on the Payne's grey train. I haven't uh, even tried to use it. Mm, it's uh, it's lovely stuff. So I went for that first, and then just went for green. And okay. So I've like I've literally pinwashed everything with green with a touch of blue in it, so to really kind of make it look cold and old as well. It ages it quite nicely because you know we don't know how old custodian armor is. You know, I'm going to guess yeah, at, le- you know, at least two hundred. Um, you know, Great Crusade type era and there were a lot of them kicking about before the crusade started so yeah i mean then there's the sort of thunder warriors they were sort of after that weren't they so I mean, yeah they've been, I mean, they've been around they a kind of concurrent at one point before you know okay he, yeah he bumped all the thunder warriors off yeah or most of them hashtag spoilers mm. uh, you'll have to read all 51 books to find out which ones he did bump off and which ones he missed 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, got that through, and now I'm on to. Um, well, after that, it was then peeling off this mask. But that was and, that was uh, quite therapeutic, was it? After you did the first one, and realised it had worked. Yeah, yeah. There's a few bits where it's pulled the paint off. There are a few bits that have gone, a few tiny bits that have gone back to resin, but nothing that I can't battle damage or potentially even just um, mask off the rest and and do it again mm-hmm. a few tiny little bits so that there's nothing that i've thought oh god can't do that so i did the the nacelles and then i thought right well i'll do the telemon shoulder plates i did the achilles shoulder plates the terminator shoulder plates the shield my artisanal shield for my um tribune and i managed to actually get the shoulder panels on the actual custod individual custodies as well to tie it into everything um, so yeah, that was fun peeling all that lot off. Um, it did get a bit tedious by the end, but um, yeah, now it's on to painting all the leather, which is uh, another series of experiments which uh, you'll probably be able to see documented on the um, on the Instagram. So mm. yeah, that's 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 twenty minutes of what I've been doing. Um, I've done nothing but talk about myself now, so I'm feeling horrendously self conscious. You talk about you for a bit. Well, it is your paint shack. Let's be, well, let's be honest here. Your name's on the door, as they say. Yeah, that's true. So, um, okay, so, but you got six months worth of work, mate. I mean, uh, at least, at least, because I'm, I'm doing everything. I'm doing, I'm not, there's no batch painting going on. Uh, once I've worked out the process, then it's going to be each one individual. There's only 21, 22 models in the army. There's only 14 infantry, 18 if you include the jet bike riders. Mm-hmm. There's no reason not to put, you know, not to go all out on each one when it's oh. that when it's that few. Wowzers! Well, I look forward to seeing the fruits of your labour. Um, you doubtless will. March, now March we're, we're, <laughs> well, that is that is impressive. Um, what have I been up to? So, actually, I, I tried to use Payne's grey. We talked about this as an oil colour on a white, and it didn't come out as I expected. Can't be honest with you, but I think I don't know if I'm getting the consistency of oil paints right. I think that might be a problem. Is it thinner than water? I'm trying to think how I did it. Because it needs to be, it certainly needs to be thinner than a GW wash. Okay. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I need to kind of mix it. The problem with the oil paints, right, mm. is is that it's very difficult to get a tiny amount of the bloody thing out of it. You end up with like a lump. And it's like, yeah. well, now I'm going to thin that down. And now I've got like a two litres of this stuff that I'm never going to use. I mean, that is a sort of first world problem. But, yeah, it's just, you know, just want a little dabble here and then Here's a little, little, thin this little tip for you. You know them plastic coffee stirrers you can get at them places what sell you coffee for far more than you could make it for nice at home? Yes. Just grab a handful of them and just use them as like like a little spatula. Oh, like a little spatula. To get a little, little bit out the top and then you just mix up as much as you need. Genius. There we go. There you go. I, shall, I shall get myself down to Starbucks or other uh, other, <laughs> other, other purveyors yeah, are available. Are available and, and, and help myself to some of those. Yeah, that was like, so maybe I'll try that again because I thought about doing that on the Titan, but I backed the hell away from that because that white is just, yeah, I'm just not, not going to mess with that. It's, yeah, the, the, the effort that I had to go to to get that white looking how I wanted it to look, albeit now that it's actually not got anything on it, just whiteness, um, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to mess with that. I'm just going to say it's been sprayed nicely. You know, they look after their Titans in the Nova, <laughs> um, whatever they are, Nova Legion. So, yeah, 
anyway, good tip there that maybe I'm, I'm over. The thing with the thing with enough. the panes grey and the white is you don't wash the white; you just wash the edges. Well, when, we can, when we can meet up in person, which shouldn't be too long now, um, then we will have a, a an, an oil painting session. Mm. So yeah, I, I think you're right. Maybe I was thinking about applying it to the all of the white rather than just the edges. So maybe that's what I should have done. But you use paint grey on gold as well, whereas I've been using burnt yes. umber or whatever it is to do that kind of wash on the gold to, to dull it down like I would use Agrax Earthshade previously. So that may be a mistake as well. I can see that the silence is like, what are you doing, you man? No, Agrax does look does look nice. It gives it a warmth. If I was if I was going for um you know if i'd gone for a cold ba- cold basing scheme and wanted warmth in the model on top of it then agrax is fine i'm i'm not going to you know i'm not going to turn my nose up at anybody shading gold with brown it's just in this particular instance i didn't want any warmth at no. all in the custodian himself so um that is okay. my yeah. reason so yeah but i'm using the i've been using the oil paints to do that what the job that i would normally use agrax to do if that makes any sense um yeah which actually seems better it's more control i think it's a lot easier to control it is Um, especially if especially if you get a gloss varnish on it first yeah i'm anything so i have a pet hate of shiny models Mm-hmm. Unless oh, you, can, you, know, you can matter over the top of it. I know, but that's like, that's like effort, right? You know, <laughs> you know, you were talking about putting one varnish on, painting it, putting another varnish on after it. I'm like, yeah, yeah that, would, that would never happen. I mean, if it happens in a year's time, clearly your your <laughs> ability to, to you know influence me beyond what I would consider sensible has been achieved. And yeah, I'm so fully if, indoctrinated if anybody, into uh, the Anybody in the future company of legends that I'm at <laughs> who sees Graham wearing a tinfoil hat. Yeah, because I'm near he's Rob's. not worried about 5G. He's just trying to save himself some money from me telling him to money. It's, it's just kit. time. It's just like I am not going to sit around and wait for this to dry. I want to get on and get it on the board and play it. Anyway, but again, of course, with oil paints, you can't do that. And I've learned my patient lesson there. Man. So um, so there is that. So I've been messing around with that. I've got the two... Um, the two guns of the uh, Titan done. So I wanted to get away from the double laser destroyers, which is a pretty cheesy combo. And it's just going to, if you bring that to an event or to a friendly game, people are going to go, nah. I mean, in reality, it's not as bad as a squad of fire drakes. But anyway, um, so I bought the turbo, not the, the um, plasma destroyer gun. Yes, plasma blast gun. Plasma blast gun and the um, Vulcan Megamolotin. Best loadout. Best the friendliest loadout. loadout. I mean, other than best double. looking as well. It's the best looking loadout on the on the Titan. Okay. It's the only one I would ever buy. Okay. Well, so I've now got the ability to mix and match those four weapons. So if I want to be half half bad, I can put one laser destroyer on, maybe with a Vulcan Megabower. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. However, next time you play a Lorgar, it'll be like, right, I'm bringing the bringing the laser destructors back out again. Yeah, I mean, there's a tale of Lorgar really that, that I'm kind of ramping up. <laughs> I kind of realised I've got a hierarchy of armies now. This is slightly off topic about painting, so apologies. But um, so I'll start off usually with the solar. So we're not playing. If I'm playing somebody for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll kind of start off with the solar because they're they're not too terrifying. You can have a good game with them, but they're not. There's nothing in there that's really terrible. You know, like not unfriendly. There's a few bits and pieces, but nothing that a, you know a well aimed tactical squad can't deal with really. 
Um, and then it's kind of a mark to the Salamanders level against Lorgar. Um, so next steps, because Lorgar gave me a thrashing with that as well. So next steps are maybe I might go a little bit further with the Salamanders. Maybe it's time to introduce the Fire Drakes. You know, just just bleed them into the mixer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if that still doesn't work, then it's Iron Warriors. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> then it's like, right, you're, That's getting, you're, you're, you're getting, getting some the, Siege Tyrants up the wazoo, mister. Siege Tyrants, Iron Havocs, Key of Allen, you know, the loyalist buffer of many armies, fantastic figure, couple of Arcuses, you name it. He's, he, by the, if, he's <laughs> gone through lot. That, if he's gone through that lot, then that's my that's my last resort. But of course, I'm actually going to do a little, I'm going to put the Mechanicum in. I mean, that's another one, right? That's at the top table as well. So I have to, is there a little gap between full-on Iron Warriors and the Mechanicum? I'm going to do so the Salamanders allied with the Mechanicum because they're 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 best buds in the in the um, allies chart. So you yeah, they do. They, they love it. Join other they share a sleeping bag and everything. They totally do, right? And they send each other birthday cards, and they're aware of their children's birthdays and stuff. So, anyway, completely off topic. Um, so yeah, so that's where I got to. But I did airbrush. Some, so this is the the, the the next big news, I suppose. Well, mm. big news. So after hearing about the airbrush, I decided to. Uh, credit card be damned and I went and, and bought the airbrush kits and the the, um, yeah, the little compressor one of the ones that we were talking about on was it the last exactly one? the one that you were talking about so this was the element games kind of beginner set with the Iowata airbrush and the Iowata little compressor yeah. and then all the other stuff like the thinners and the cleaner and the mask which looks like I'm about to go into um something from the game the division if you ever played that but you know it's like either a that or going to tesco's yeah it's got a, it's a full-on face mask so i think that's 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 a good investment you know given yep. you know the, the prediction for viruses these days um so i got that i got all the gear but of course i have no idea so <laughs> bought some paints and i bought so i bought some uh i bought a black primer i bought a white primer i bought um, um a rust color so mm-hmm. metallic rust um, and I bought a sort of, what's it called? Bolt, bolt, bolt gun kind of metal colour. And I bought some uh, Calgar Blue from Games Workshop. So I got all this stuff. So I thought, right, this last week, I'm going to bite the bullet here. I need to, you know, I can't just have this in a box. It looks great in a box. And I tell you what, the box that the airbrush comes in, right, it's just lovely. It just, it's just quality. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, yeah. something about it. You think, oh, this is beautifully you know, chromed piece of precision gear that I'm about to screw up. So, uh, <laughs> so it's just quite nice looking, you know, that sort of, I'm not going to open, I'm not going to get out of the box. It looks too good. Anyway, slightly weird. So anyway, I put the thing together, read the instructions, mm-hmm. which were pretty pitiful to be fair. It didn't actually have a anywhere in the box for the airbrush, how to take it to bits and how to put it back together again, which you, is it not? No, it did not. It just said, oh, here's you how you kind of put the, put the paint in. Here's how you hook it up to the compressor. Bob's your niece. Um, and it didn't have anything else, right? And you had advised me previously that you should be able to take this thing apart and put it back together again with your eyes closed like you're in NARM. Yeah, you know, basically. With, with, a, with, a, you know, with all the points laid up in front of your bunk bed and you should yeah. be able to assemble it in record time. Of this course, is I didn't, my airbrush. Yeah, I, there are many like it, but this yeah, one is mine. So, of course, I didn't do any of that because I just wanted to get up and paint stuff so I can't be asked. So, <laughs> classic kind of bloke thing, not reading the manual. Recur- uh, there's a recurring theme here, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there is. There is, definitely. So, anyway, I kind of thinned some paints in there. I, I gave her a little little tickle on some paint. Yeah, I'm an expert now. And uh, and I went at it. So, 
<laughs> so anyway, I was painting. Uh, I just completely ignored your advice, uh, as I do, and you know, went straight for a figure. Why not? You know, and it wasn't even a figure that was a, one I could throw away. It was actually one I wanted to use. So I started started messing around with um, thinning the paints, and you did send me some really good videos. Um, uh-huh. This the, I can't remember the guy. Maybe Vince Venturella. Yeah, but anyway, he was like really pragmatic, and I like his approach. You know, it wasn't like, uh, and, it, and that he was talking about cleaning the, changing the colours between um, the, you know, when you're painting, right? And some people take the whole thing to bits and do it. But he was just like, no, no, no. All you need to do is do this, do that. Don't put any more um, paint through the airbrush than you need to. You know, use the the sort of backfill bubbly thing, clean the thing out, put the colour in, Bob's your niece, you're away, right? And so that I did do that. I changed colours quite successfully. It was all going well. And then I thought, okay, I'm finished now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut on my head. I tried the Calgar blue on a already rattle can sprayed um, Malkador blue ultramarines thing. Didn't yeah. quite work as I expected. But like you said, it's really thin layers of paint. So it was pretty easy just to go back over it and no harm, no foul. But yeah. I come on to my next venture in a minute. So, yeah, took it and took it to bits. I was like, oh, these are all cool. What do these bits do? Didn't really have a clue how to put it back together again after taking it to bits because I just didn't think about that and got completely screwed. So I ended up phoning you saying, Rob, it's not working anymore. I've broken it. It's 200 quid down the tubes. What have I done? And you kindly kind of talked to me calmly through the through the trials and tribulations. Anyway, it turns out yeah. that... The On my way up to Tesco's yeah, in the sunshine. Very, I was like, don't worry, just take this bit off. Yeah. But I've, I've realised that I'd actually the, the trigger mechanism is quite tricky. You have to kind of put the put the the bit in at an angle. It's on a it's on a spring to get it to actually push the trigger back. So you've got some resistance. And I didn't do that first time. I also dropped the spring in my shed, which is like got a billion things all over the floor. And there was a massive panic there that I'd broken it. All of the usual shit, that you, all the usual stuff that you go through when you're doing this sort of thing. So anyway, long story short, managed to get it to work. Managed to get it back working again, which I was hugely relieved on. I've used it since. It's all good. We had a discussion, though, about it was kind of very scattergun. So if you see what I mean, it's quite a wide area of impact. And I was kind of expecting an airbrush to be much more precise. So, you know, I wanted to do nice transitions like from the Alcador blue to the Calgar blue. You know, that that you see that kind of gradient color that you get with airbrushes always looks cool. And you can do it with dry brushing, of course, but it'd be nicer to do it um, with an airbrush. So what you recommended to me was that I had the pressure was potentially too high and I was holding the airbrush too far away from the model. So I've taken that on board. I did wonder whether I could get a smaller like diameter airbrushy thing to put on the end of it. If you see what I mean? So, so you can't, your, the width of your spray isn't determined by the nozzle. The width of your, the maximum or minimum width of your spray is determined by the size of your needle. Oh, and okay. that what that Iwata, if memory serves, is a 0.3. Could be. Uh, let me. Man desperately looks up Element Games uh, yeah. on website without, and hopefully without inadvertently playing music. Uh, so let's have a look. Uh, Iwata Neo. I'm pretty sure it's a. Uh, yeah, it's a 0.35. Okay. Uh, that's the the basic one. It's a 0.35. So uh, that's 0.35 of a mil. Okay. So to get it thinner, you have you go for um, a 0.2, but 
but generally you need uh, other ad- adapters to oh, get really? the different size needle to fit in. So one of the things I like about the particular airbrush that I've got is you've got the option to flick between a 0.4, which is brilliant for undercoating and slapping on base coats, and a 0.2, which is really good for doing more detailed stuff. But the thing with a 0.2 is it clogs easier than a 0.4. Oh, right. So it is that trade-off. Everything I did prior to my Solar Auxilia, I did with a 0.4. Okay. Fair enough. So 0.4 or 0.35 in practice is better than a 0.2. And no practice, dare I say, at the risk of sounding horrendously. No, uh, you're, you're absolutely, you know me, all the gear, no idea. Can I buy my way out of this problem? Or I could just actually practice. So I bought some cartridge paper again yeah. on your recommendation. And I'm going to kind of set myself a, a, a task. I'm, I want to become good at airbrushing.com. So mm-hmm. not just being able to apply an undercoat, but to actually do some of that cool airbrushing stuff with a, with a long-term goal of one day being able to do that kind of hot rod red clear kind of yeah, effect. That's, you know, you know uh, the main hindrance for that for you is the fact that you have to do multiple stages and you have to let them dry in between. We know that's not my natural way of doing that. That is not your natural way. However, <laughs> if you've got a nice warm day, those stages mm. speed it up. And if you get a nice warm day with say like an episode of a TV program in between. Yeah. You yeah, know, there's sense. there's yeah. there's ways around it. You know, right? I'll do my base coat and go watch a next gen while it dries. Then I'll do my metallic coat and then I'll watch a next gen while that dries on a nice hot day. And then I'll do my candy coat and have a barbecue while that dries. And then I'll see what I've got. Because I th- yes, I think I think I've got a long term in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. I've got a long term ambition to do the, you know, the 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 corn scorpion thing, monster creature. The Brass Scorpion. Brass Scorpion, right. And, Imperial and Armor Modeling Masterclass yeah. Volume 1. And there was this... Anyway, they've done that in this kind of red, that kind yep. of candy red, um, hot rod red, whatever it is. Looks flipping awesome. I always loved that model, and I've always wanted to be able to do that. So I think maybe, you know, for a retirement project, <laughs> I might um, I might consider getting myself one of those if I get good enough at doing this to, mm-hmm. to actually try and create that. That could be quite cool. Um, if, well, if you've got plastic um, rhino sides, plastic bits left over from vehicles, which you must have, we've seen your tank collection recently, yeah, yeah. then you can practice on those. Because the, the, the thing that kills a lot of people trying to do candy coats is the transparent bit over the top. So you'd, basically, it's a silver with a clear color over the top. Yeah. But that clear color, you can't let it pull at all. You need to get an even cover, but you can't let it run or sag because oh, you can right. see you can yeah. see that. So it needs to be a flat, even coat with no drips. Got it. And that's um, not impossible, but again, not something you can really do quickly. Um, exactly. And I think <laughs> we need to we need to build up to that, right? That's like the aspiration. That's the you know that's the goal eventually. Yeah. 
yeah, let me get to the ability to be able to do like gradients, for example, of blue, which is what my current yeah. way cartridge paper is great though because you'll be able to undercoat your cartridge paper with black and let it dry like on a nice warm day. Just put it on the washing line yeah. and hope Louise doesn't kill you. Yeah. It's it's heavy enough to handle that, and then just airbrush your blue over the top of it, and it'll it, it'll behave quite similar to plastic in that front for you nice. uh, for your gradient. So if you do like the bottom half of a sheet of, um, of a sheet of cartridge paper black. Yeah, you can go in with your blue, and you can work on building that. Um, you know, fade out your black at the top, and then fade in the blue. At the, fade in yeah. the blue as as it mixes over, and you'll you'll just just practice doing that, or you know, draw the shape of a panel. You know, draw round a Landrader door, and go right. Mm. Okay, I'm going to spray that black. Okay, there we go. And now I'm going to put something on there. Yeah, I think also another lesson learned. Don't do you? I've realised that my surface for airbrushing on is the same surface that I would use for rattle cans, which usually means I'm spraying down on the model. And mm-hmm. I've realized that that is a pain in the, that doesn't work very well. And that no, actually you probably need your to airbrush only wants to be pointing down by about 15 degrees. Yeah. So I think I need to reevaluate. I might need to do it on a, actually have a chair and maybe do it kind of like I would paint a normal model. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and spray that way. And so I can actually see what I'm doing, but the guy had some cool tips like using latex gloves, for example, to you know hold models on and all yeah. this, that kind of stuff. So drill, yeah, drill little holes into them, stick some plastic, you know, stick some brass rod in there, wine corks with a two P on the bottom, more than adequate for holding onto um, an infantry model or a wine cork with uh, an old plain Citadel base. Super glue to the bottom means it'll fit in a Citadel painting handle. Oh yeah, Jesus! Well, but it gives you that. You know, you can then take yeah. it off that and put it onto the proper base that you want when it's all done. I think I'm going to leave painting. I think vehicles is my where I'm at with my airbrush mm-hmm. for now. But you're right. I think at some point I may have to think about okay, you know, like the Alpha Legion, uh, their metallic, a kind of metallic turquoise is another clear one of those armies that you can do with that kind of clear. Yeah, exactly. You know that that would be good practice for your brass scorpion to be mm. honest, because the blue's a bit more forgiving. Got you. Anyway, I think we've kind of exhausted that conversation, but I and think there's some stuff that I should as well. I, you know, it's, I think yeah, you know, so just to get that from just airbrushing, I using it like a expensive rattle can. Um, well, probably not over time, you know, because it's you know it probably pays for itself when you think about how much rattle cans are. Oh God. Um, to actually get to a point where I'm using the um, airbrush to create something. So, very good. Uh, so, your plans for next month, carry on with the custodies? Carry on with the custodies. The wedding will be out of the way, of so there'll be, um, you know, the, the the most I'll be doing is either is apologising for how it ended up um, rather than rather than planning it. So, um, you know, I mean, it's beyond your control, my friend. It might be. Yeah. I mean, you know, I might get loads done because, you know, it might go that badly. She's like, right. Well, you're staying <laughs> in your, you know, staying in your workshop until Christmas. And I'll be like, right. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem. I mean, yeah. Anyway, let's not tempt fate. And it's going to be a super day. It's going to be awesome. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, so, yeah, that's, and I think for me next month, I'm kind of almost at a crossroads here. I don't really have a project to go to. I've got a, Doing a Land Raider at the moment, I bought off eBay, and I'm getting um, an Arcus from the Ultramarines and another Rhino, and that's the Ultramarines done. So I'm hoping the airbrush is going to come into its 40. I've got two vehicles, three vehicles to paint with the airbrush. So that could save me a bit of time. It should be a good project. Um, mm-hmm. After that, though, I've actually got nothing on the Heresy train. It's like pretty much come to a stop. 
I've got my Titan repainted. That's ready to go. The Ultramarines will be done. That'll be another army. Yeah, but we might have new toys by then. Oh, yeah, that's very true. I mean, who knows what's going to happen next with that? So we shall see. There's always the... So I think I'm missing one type of army, right? So I was thinking about all the armies that I've got, which mm-hmm. is more than any sane man should have, by the way. Um, and I'm saying nothing. I'm on my fifth. Yeah, I'm just looking at my stuff now. So Ultramarines, Iron Warriors, Salamanders, Solar Auxiliary, Militia, Mechanicum, World Eaters. I mean, Seven. that's just nuts. Uh, and, you know, those, I mean, obviously, Iron Warriors are massive amounts of points. Most of those are around three, three and a half thousand. And Knights. Knights, Titan, I mean, crikey, the man, got a problem. So I'm thinking about what I'm going to do next. I haven't got a jet bike army. You haven't got a demon army. Yeah, I'd be more inclined to go with jet bikes than demons. <laughs> uh, you know, of course, why I wouldn't go demons. Go on, I'll give you a guess. Uh, does it start with Mark and end with Frost? You'd think that was the the reason, but that's not the only reason. Oh, right, okay. What uh, can't is they it, have? Is it because your brother's got one? No. What can't they have that... that Tanks. That, there we go. So that army has zero in. I must have gone to so the Mark age, Frost, Chris has got one, and they can't have tanks. That's the three reasons you won't pretty have a demon much, army. Pretty much. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's that. Um, but, yeah, I might, I'm thinking about it's going to be – I'm thinking about – I've got a lot of loyalist armies now. I think it's about time I went back to the dark side. So I'm thinking Night Lords and oh. maybe do some jet bikes and some um, do something a bit atypical. Yeah, so I like atypical know. armies. I, I like armies that don't, that aren't blatantly obvious. Like you know, I'd love to see a fast attack recon Iron Warriors army. Yeah, I would turn in my grave at the prospect. But yes, yeah, um, I'm going about. So I thought about maybe some. I mean, they're a fast army anyway. You know, they've got a lot of jump packy kind of things going on. So mm-hmm. maybe jet bikes would fit quite nicely. Maybe with a couple of. Sp- uh, Sakarans in there for, for laughs because they're a fast vehicle. And maybe you're going with the uh, right of war, the Sky Hunter, um, the whatever the Sky Hunter Phalanx is it? The um, uh, that's the right of war. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, I don't know. I'm going to think about it, see what I can do, and um, go from there. Because the, the the obvious thing would be to take white scars, mm-hmm. um, which I could do, and they would fit quite nicely with my general ethos because you know they they're not shy of a few armored vehicles either. But, um, yeah, I think I'm, I don't want another loyalist army. I've got too many. So I need something, you know, to for the dark side to even things out. Yeah, you see, I'm looking at the rumours, which I, I think they're more than rumours. They're, you know, they're... Yeah, they that's def- that. That's, that, that, that's en route, is that? And I'm like, yeah, but I've got two Legion armies and the Legions that you'd associate the most with that. I know everybody had everything. But... I I'd kind of I'm, I'm I'm not fussed. I'm I'm not fussed about Raven Guard. No. I really have been. Just a bit yeah. it's it's my chemical romance in space, like go away. <laughs> um uh, go away and learn to write some proper songs and stop pandering to teenagers. Um and then it the other one is Alpha Legion. But I've got an Alpha Legion army and kind of the whole point is it doesn't have a single power armored marine in it. Yes. So, um, I don't know. I've just got like kind of, you know, FOMO, kind of like new shiny things, must find something for them, even if it's not what I really want to do, which is stupid. So I need to talk myself out of that. 
Mm. And, you know, the, the idea of a plastic Spartan, I get told off enough for having two. So doing another army with more of them, because they'd be plastic, um, you know, yeah. nobody's going to talk to me. To be yeah. fair, though, you won't be alone in that, really, let's be honest. Oh, there's going to be triple longboat armies all over the place now. Yeah. There really sure. will be. If you I mean, get currently Spartan, that's 300 quid that's going to set you back to get three Spartans. You might be able to get it for... 150? Well, no, they'd probably be 70 quid, wouldn't they each? I reckon I'd, I, if they'd release a plastic one, yeah. I'm going to call it now, the resin one will disappear. Yes, of course. And the plastic one will be just south of 100, so you'll maybe save 20 quid. What are they? 116 now, so I'm going to call yeah. normal land is 50, GW Prime is, prices, yeah. Yeah. so I'm going to call 85 quid on a spot, yeah. 85 to 90. Not a huge saving. Not but a huge saving. Well, it is, but it is if you're buying three of them. That's true. That's 60 quid, isn't it? Of course, I reckon what they've gone is they've gone, what are our best-selling models? Well, they're obviously the uh, Spartan. Next yeah. down the line? Concepts, oh, No. Sikharan. That's going to be the, in terms of Forge World resin models, I reckon that's going to be plastic as well. And in which case, yeah, you're going to see another armor breakthrough from me. And now I've got the airbrush. Nothing's going to hold me back. And on that rather tenuous segue, I'm going to call it a day because I've got to get back to work. So thanks for letting me in the shed. A pleasure. Fabulous as always. And uh, hopefully next month we'll give you an update on our various progresses and maybe even have some more stuff on the ruler and how we're going to paint those. Cool. If you've got any questions, please do let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback. Yeah, um, and if you've, got, if you've got a promo copy of the new box that's coming, we'd love to see one. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind, that'd be fine. You know, we're, we're, we'll sign NDAs. We're good. Yeah, we're good with that. Yeah. All right, folks, on to the next section, whatever Michael decides that to be. Bye. Now it's time for a bit of a monopause or monotopic augury scanner because we just cleared everything <laughs> off the desk, just like Rachel in Friends. However, this was because of rumours and photographs that you might have noticed of what looks suspiciously like plastic heresy marines. Indeed. Indeed. So there it was a flame. What so, have we seen then, guys? So more comments. the fingers on the no, pulse kind of guys we are. Yeah, yeah, fingers on the pulse. What, have what we got any, any, before we go into what we've seen, would it be possible to explain where we've seen it from? I, I mean, this could be anything, right? I mean, I'm still not sure what the source is. So as I understand it, just my somewhat limited understanding, these are alleged leaked photos from uh, a Teams or Zoom call. That's that's right. Yep. So somebody's not taken, they haven't taken a screenshot. They've actually taken a picture of the screen by looking at things on a mobile or something. And these have somehow ended up, I think, on Boltron Chainsaw, where they were originally posted. Mm -hmm. And we don't know the source. We don't know who's posted them or what relationship they have to um, Games Workshop. Now, who, I guess, would have access to this information beforehand, possibly some kind of supplier maybe who's on an nda what do you think so somebody's kind of surreptitiously taken a little um little you know little picture 
and it's ended up on Tinterweb. So, first of all, the reaction, because that's always, we always like looking at the meta around our hobby. Um, this did send the, 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 the various pages, including our own, uh, into, a, into a spiral of excitement. And It did now. So, as you said, Mr. B, somewhat difficult on a non, <laughs> non-visual program, but uh, what we saw was four or five pictures and one, Let's talk. two, three, four, five. Yeah, five pictures. So what what do we take from this? So in one of the pictures we've got what people have the kind of assumption I guess that folks are making here is that this is the cover or a, a, a exa or something going into a magazine looks detailing like the back, the box. back of a box of new Yeah, I think it looks like a back of a box shot to me. Right. Yeah, because if you look on there's one which is sort of like a slightly zoomed out one and at the bottom it sort yeah, of says something not included and yeah sort of says something not included spartan but we'll come on to that um, <laughs> yeah probably so what we've got so let's let's talk this first so it's super grainy this is fundamentally a rumor it's not been confirmed by games workshop as far as i'm aware i, I just uh, want to say something about that because a lot of people have been saying oh why haven't they confirmed it yet why haven't they said anything why haven't they posted about it because a lot of the time they do react to leaks like this and i'm just gonna say dominion and a new edition of age of sigma just came out if they suddenly confirm oh a heresy box set or a new edition of heresy or whatever is coming suddenly people who were okay impacts on dominion sales exactly and you know that's uh why would you um, admit one of your other core products is going to get a new edition when you're just releasing something else yeah and they don't want to cannibalize those sales of course um, i mean that's that's marketing isn't it i guess you know they yeah they don't yeah. want to confuse people by and even though really if you drew a venn diagram of age of sigma players and heresy players it wouldn't be a very big area that overlaps one field you'd, but, yeah, you'd be surprised company point you'd, of you'd be surprised i would be bloody surprised you, okay. you actually would be surprised. Okay. Well, there we go. You heard it here first. Prove me wrong. I'll put one of those little memes up. Nobody plays Sigma. I've just, I've just never got round to it. I think, like, I would, but I've just never got round to it. And like, uh, I know there's a, a fair number. I was, if I was going to play something like that, I would play, rather play Lord of the Rings than Sigma. Yeah. If I was going to play something sort of fantasy themed. Yeah, so You're still, you're saving up for the old world, aren't you? No, I'm alright, thanks. I've never played fantasy. I'm, no, I've never, never played, played fantasy, fantasy at all. Either. I, I played. I've like my tanks and my uh, yeah. bolt back guns. In, back in the day, I played Chaos Dwarves. <sighs> but then they squatted Chaos Dwarves, and what the, the store mass- managed. Are, are we talking massively racist, massive hat Chaos Dwarves? Yes, or those are the Chaos Dwarves. Dwarves. Oh, come oh, on. Okay. I, was, I, was, I was like eight. I didn't well, yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have got the, uh, the, uh, the sort of references that were normally found on 12th century gothic churches to be fair but um you know <laughs> no i was eight i didn't know um but yes no uh yeah looking back they some of those are really bad but yeah no i had um i care stalls so i played fantasy tangentially tangentially so yeah let's go back back to, back so, to sorry, sorry. so anyway plastic be, boxes so this, yeah, so plastic boxes this could be so what we've got is we've got these pictures grainy pictures also taken from somebody's mobile and what do they depict so What's your interpretation of this? So people have zoomed these in like, you know, Mark some six. sort of forensic, uh, you know, investigators uh, looking for clues. So what do we have? 
in these pictures then so we have as far as i can tell some marks before we before we get on to what's the interesting thing i think that a lot of people are also summarizing about the armies that are in been the models that are painted up in Mm -hmm. because it is sons of horus and imperial fists indeed which Mm -hmm. in in the game in which we have in which we operate i mean actual physical encounters between those two are pretty limited see there's one big one yeah there's a there's a there's a long way to go for that in in sort of Mm -hmm. there's, there's, there's there's a smaller scale of it that's had its own novel recently Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you mean. So, is it, okay, that's a good point, actually, Chris. So, is it? But yeah, there's there's not it, a big it, famous one. There's not like a Prospero so or something like that. So, yeah, exactly, of Prospero yeah. came came on or around or near the book that had the armies in. Is that fair to say? Well, uh, I no. would I would suspect. Burning Prospero had been out for nearly a year before Book Seven came out. Okay, fair enough then. Long so, time, long time. So, so there's no necessarily there's not necessarily a correlation between a black book and a box set then. So this could well, be Siege of Terror. No. What I uh, would say is the Siege of Terror novels are still a massive thing. Yeah. And if if you're gonna sell a box set, why not cut, put the box set of a Siege of Terror box set with a box game in it or something with a um with a Siege of Terror novel? Because you that know what you don't do. You don't watch Star Wars and skip to Return of the Jedi. That's why. No, I agree with you. Not unless you're my little lad who's probably trying to mess with the, mess with my OCD. Yeah. The, but the, the box, box games the themselves box. Are, are fundamentally, they're not. Although we use the figures for heresy, and they know that we use the figures for heresy, they're not box sets that are to do with the heresy game. Well, they are because they have a big yeah. couple of words at the top saying the Horus heresy. Yeah, yeah, they save themselves an awful lot of production cost if they just ditch the boxed game aspect of it. How many people do we know who've actually played the game, the yeah. Burning Prospero, or the game Betrayal at Calth, other than Michael, who's not, guaranteed to have done because it's a board game? I've not played Burning of Prospero, but I have played Betrayal at Calth, and that is actually not too bad. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's, nice that, that's the kind of point I'm making, is that if it's a... If it's, and again, that is an assumption that that is what happens, that it actually is a follow-on, um, and it's got its own set of rules that are a self-contained game within the box set and it's not just a you know start collecting kind of box set thing for like with they did with the knights where you know we're two knights in it so you can see what i mean chris it's not it's yeah, possible yeah, yeah. That, that it's that they've just said well it's separate but we all know that actually the most people are going to buy it are probably going to be heresy players are going to go brilliant there's a, there's a cheap cheap yeah, tank there buy, three, buy three of them yeah also so, you have to consider that this is as I said, the books, the novels are way ahead of the game. Yeah. So and you think in, so Michael, if you go if you yeah. if you go to a Games Workshop store, the heresy that you're seeing isn't the game; it is the books. So, Michael, you think that they're, they're kind of capitalising on the very very successful run of books um, in the Siege of Terror to say here's a game related to the books. Well, I would Chris. Think- where are you so do you what do you think then do you have a kind of different take on this or is it just that you're sort of weirded out by the fact that it seems like they're jumping to the end of the end of the story? yeah because uh, yeah i think that's i mean it, it all is this couple of more armies painted up in those particular colors which signify the two major armies involved in the siege mm. but you know so i can understand it from that point of view but yeah it does kind of strike me as a bit 
weird that you would skip an awful lot of stuff very quickly. Yeah, to get you know, to... real, realistically, we're just we're going from, um, you know, the Ultramarines aren't even really involved in the second part of their adventure in the Heresy at this yet, no, uh, and yet we're okay. skipping, you know, we're, we're skipping all of that stuff to get to okay. to go to jump to like if they were tying if they were tying it in with books, it's the wrong system. If they were tying it in with books, then you'd be looking at an Adeptus Titanicus expansion. So, so what do you think, Rob? Yeah. So, do you think that it's so, Michael? And I kind of I'm with Michael on this one. I think that does sound like the sort of thing that they might do. Uh, but I can totally take your point, Chris. That you know, it's a bit odd. That maybe there's more to it. Maybe it's just a might be an example of how you could paint your armies that have done that before in the past, haven't they? Which I, so, I think it's probably quite likely. I think that's probably not too far from where. The, the truth may lie, but you know, all right. So that that, that will always yeah, be a caution back of my brain. Yeah, yeah. So, well, well, you... Unless they're putting in something in the story that we don't necessarily know, you know, if they're in fleshing it out, if they've thought of something else that might be quite cool, or just shoving in a a, a tie-in novella. Or something. Yeah, I don't think they would. I don't think they would because it's too big. It's too big an investment for them. If you think box games are a massive investment for for the company, they're the Titan biggest Death? investment Workshop have. Mm. Um. So, I mean, I was originally thinking that they might have semi deliberately leaked the pictures. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like, oh no, how did oh, they silly us? There? You know, to sort oh, of build no. that hype. You yeah. know, kind of, you know, the sort of GW pretending to be a French maid bending over, pick something up like, oh, how did that get there? Um, that's, that's an image to warm a man's cockles, isn't it? There we go. Rob's, Rob's, you like, mate. Rob's clearly you living like. in that alternate dimension with 70s porn running constantly. Um, so listen, the other thing, I suppose, is maybe that's relevant. So we have, so it's the mark of the armour. Again, people mark are going to So mark six, for oh, God, those yeah. of you who recall, this is, this is what, is, is this right to say these are the, what people used to affectionately call beaky marines. Yeah, so this is yeah. rogue trader. It's, 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 it's an update on RTB01, which gets me incredibly excited. Uh, uh, even the even the bayonets, you know, mm-hmm. they're perfect. They're, they're yeah. great. The border they patterns are right. Like the, yeah, they look a bit like that anniversary edition, you know, first space marine, don't they? But they're mm-hmm. similar. And Mark Six Armor was a bit cobbled together, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's got the, no, the Mark Six was oh, proper. No, was, Mark Six was officially was, developed. It was, was Mark it? Five that was basically just bolt together whatever you can find. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't, I don't look at it past Mark Three, so I'll just uh, don't, don't know. So, mm, so anyway, but, we've got but, yeah. So they've got the the big big schnozzes, and we've got the the sort of bayoneted equipped bolt guns. All looks very, uh, like you say, Rogue Trader era. Looks now. Awesome. Obviously, there's some, you know, some of these pictures are very, very hard to kind of make out. Can you, is there anything else that you folks have seen in there? Or, so they if, I, if I remember rightly, I'm pretty sure there's a cataphracty Terminator in the back of one of them as well. There's just a normal. There's some characters that look really yeah. cool. Right, so if we, just, if we just look at the, the, the beaky armour first. Can you right. pop, them in the, pop them in the chat, Mike, because I don't have them up on screen at the moment, Chief. Okay, if you give me a second. It'll take me a moment to do that. But if I just talk through what I've seen so far. Actually, I can oh, you're share gonna send the screen. Easier, okay, right? yeah, I can see the... If you look at the Marines, the, you see you've got your umbra, umbra pattern bolters, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you got... Um, and you've got there a new um, Vexelia design, which looks 
very cool a lot different to any of the others a um uh what, what's the word the uh fox the the oh you know the vox transmitter thing Nuncio Vox, you've got a Nuncio Vox there, which is a very nice design. Uh, the Marines look pretty standard, slightly different poses. Um, definitely different <laughs> than what we've got there. Yeah. And a few, quite a few pouches and little bits and bobs as well. So, um, Yeah, the backpacks look different as well. Is that just yeah, they're, marks, they're Rogue Trader style Mark VI backpacks. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, the vents are different. Yeah, the vents are different at the top. They've and that's the uh, that's the chain bayonet, which was uh, everybody's favourite out of RTB01 as well, on they, the Tigris, uh, on the Umbra pattern bolter rather. Yeah, they don't get then different from the um, Forge World ones. There's some slight different poses, maybe mm-hmm. not quite so detailed on some parts of the armour. But again, that's just you know limitations of plastic. But it still looks fan bloody tastic. That character in the background looks very interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. So we got so we got so we got some characters. But there's at least he's not in Mark. He's not in Mark six. He's in Mark seven. And we've he's got, got Volkite. Is, is, that, is that the one with the Volkite? Do you think that's Mark seven? Yeah. I think that's Mark seven. That looks kind okay. of like Mark. He's, I know he's got a knobbly shoulder pad, but the knobbly shoulder pad also has a rim on the end of it, on around the edge that's of it that you can really. see like Mark three. But if you yeah. look at his legs and you look at his feet specifically, his feet look like Mark seven. Mm. Wow, I see what you mean. His feet are different to the Mark Six because they've got mm. like toes. Because they've it got could, yeah, ninja it toes. Could be artificer armor, though. Bear in mind that's, that's the could, other thing. Could be artificer armor, yes. Well, it depends. What if it's a Praetor, then it's probably artificer armor of some sort. And it could just be the way it's painted and the way the light is. It's a very poor quality mm-hmm. picture. So, chest you know, piece isn't Mark Six either, though, because Mark Six has the exposed cabling on the front. That chest piece is Mark Seven. Yeah, so he's got the cupboard. Speculation and intrigue is absolutely rife. Um, so yeah, as you can see, this is this is just us talking. So, about yeah, it. there's the a, four of us. You can imagine there's a, havoc, lo- there's a havoc launcher on a dread with an auto cannon. Oh, the dreadnought is is superb. So much well, better than the basic plastic one we've got now. Look, for a plastic be. dread for a plastic contempted dreadnought, that is brilliant. It's the, it'll be the same, it'll be 99 the same kit. Yeah, there, I, but I just don't see the, a huge amount of difference, mostly, Michael. Unless I'm missing. Something. I mean, I know no, there's the a front different... is completely different. Is it? The front is completely really? different. Yeah. How? And I mean, it's slightly different poses. Yeah. It's still everything. It's it looks very similar in some respects, but it's not. It's it's posed differently. Um, it's got completely different armor panels. And the the other one is more of a what I would say is a um oh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, relic contemptor. This is just a general contemptor. It looks normal. I knew him, general contemptor. General contemptor. Yeah, well, yeah. And I love that. I love that havoc launcher. That looks um, great. Lonely Hearts Band. Yeah, because the normal plastic one has all the ribboning around the front. That's true. It does, it? Not That's have. true. That is true. Unless it's been photoshopped right. out. I don't think it doesn't so. have the groiny bits. It doesn't have the groiny bit. No wonder he ended up in a dreadnought. Yeah, that's it. And he hasn't got the special knee fancy bits just above the knees. So yeah, it looks pretty cool. The auto cannon is that, is that a normal auto cannon for a contempt? I've never put an auto cannon on a contempt. Yeah, it's very similar to the very, very similar. Very very similar. Okay, cool. So as close as you get with plastic molding versus resin, pretty much. We think that's a new 
plastic kit then, yeah that's absolutely a new plastic kit and i hope it's multi i hope it's uh either multi um if it is if it, if it is multi-pose whoever's built it hasn't done a spectacular job no no not necessarily multi-pose because again for a it might not be multi-pose but what i mean is um multi um option be mm. snapped together says graham okay <laughs> uh particularly the bloody arms on space marines um next down the, down the list of leaked See, photos they're, and they're just normal cataphracty yeah they're the standard cataphracty um that you would find in any other uh, you know, in the the, guys at the back the yeah. sons of horus oh. fella at the front with the plasma pistol and the power fist that power fist is new that is new, yeah. Um, he has rather, he has rather a natty hairdo. The plasma pistol is the same as the one off the Mark III, but it's on a different arm because the. Um, Which one are we talking about there? The the you, chap shared, with power fist and plasma the screen, pistol. Michael, so you should be able to follow it. Uh, yes. it's, en- like, it's ended, old boy. Oh yeah, it has. Okay. There we go. Um. Minimize that. Minimize that. Where's Skype gone? Because that's a that is a very coolly posed model. That guy with the power fist yeah. and plasma Looks pistol. Good, does look good. Okay. Yeah. And we just proper, we proper sense of movement to him. I like the guy behind. Well, well, I don't think they are because they've got the they've got the little tilting shields as well actually. And cataphracty don't have plastic tilt shields, do they? Maybe they've added another sprue. Uh, they might have added some like a little sprue of embuggerances. Because uh, okay. um, they, do, do they do they have the terouge like that as well? The normal terminators. Yes, yes. But I'm 90% certain that they are just a standard Terminator kit. It's a new banner on the guy with the banner because the cloth's got some folds in it. This is just painted them on. But very, yeah. similar to, very similar to the Mark III, but it's got some on molded folds in that. On the Mark VI that. guy. Yeah. Yeah, the Mark VI guy is a new, um, new banner. Yeah, okay. new Nuncio cool. box looks every, rather nifty with a servo skull. Everything on the standard Marines is brand new. All right, cool. They look look awesome. Clearly, this is, you know, this isn't somebody just knocked something up. This is... Did you see see that? That somebody had photoshopped them or sculpted them, cast them, and then deliberately sort of painted them in that style and then took grainy photos just to tease everybody. Because that's that's worth doing. I'll not tell a lie. When I first saw the Primaris Marine, there was a leak of the Primaris Lieutenant with the... um, with the uh, auto, uh, sorry, the yeah, the auto uh, bolt rifle, and I could have sworn that was just that was a green stuffed up true scale marine. And I was like, look, I can see flipping green stuff. So yeah, obviously so, I was very wrong. So fair play so far, so normal box set. We've got some marines, we've got some terminators, we've even got a contemptor, which is pretty much what we've been seeing. But what else? And what else then, have we got? No. And then we got something that did surprise us. We've got the Centurion with the Sons of Horus Centurion at the background fighting the Imperial Fist chap. Oh, yeah, yeah. but we yeah. can see Zooming so on little one. of him. Yeah. I, I yeah. can mm-hmm. see so little of that. Yeah. It, it's, yes. it's a mess. But even so, he's, he's, still, he's got still... a nice big plumage. Yeah, but yeah. it's still it's a plastic. Like, he one. looks yeah. like a flipping it's peacock cool. from my from this photo. So, Ta-da! Yeah. Ta-da! Anyway, the... Oh, very bizarre. Uh, the point Lenny I suppose, Henry is that fundamentally it's it's you know it's another spur of Marines or champ or champions nothing out of the ordinary until we get to this which has caused a huge amount of uh, consternation which is a spartan in yeah. the picture now if it's the box set we're assuming that that means that they're showing what is in the box set which would imply that there's a plastic spartan on the way now of course 
the internet was in uproar about this because this meant that you know the only the only break on the Spartan train currently is the fact it cost you hundred quid plus for each one. Now that's going to be the price of a box set. But and when's that? Like, when's that ever stopped anybody? Let's be honest. It's not like you know you don't I see t- them. I tell you what, three I at a time. I've got three. Uh, you don't look at me mentioning three. I wasn't. I just chose a random number, my friend. The only person I, I, I know who's got three Spartans has got even more bathrooms. <laughs> I tell you what, this is um, this is this means for me, this is coming to um, normal 40k as well. I oh, reckon yeah. the Sp- I reckon the Spartan is going to be, you know, a normal. Well, it is in normal 40k already. You know They've got the, in the flipping rules. Okay, before we get, Do you know what I think it says in the corner? The not included. I bet you it says scenery not included. That's what I think it says. That's what it'll say in that corner. Scenery not included. That's what I think it says. That's what it'll say. What, and, actually... and by scenery, do you mean Spartan? No, no, no because you've got the, the uh, little fallen over bricks and stuff, haven't you? Yeah. Mm. So here's the question, though. Looking at that Spartan, yes. how different does it look? There are noticeable differences. Didn't, didn't someone do like a whole list? Yeah, I'm sure I've seen a list kicking around. There are, the, intern- the internal detail is different. Yeah, exactly. Where the doors are open. The inside of the doors themselves are different. And also the um, there's the bit where there's where it first sticks out proud on the on the side of it where you've got that kind of black band around it. Mm-hmm. That's different. That is different to the resin one. Uh, this is what I'm saying. I think and the, and the tracks are ever, the tracks are ever so slightly different as well. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think this is a plastic Spartan. Now, looking at this box set, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I reckon on your two sides here, you've got your two Praetor type characters, whatever mm-hmm. they are. You've got the Imperial Fists have got one squad of ten Marines, the Cataprachite and the Spartan. The Sons of Horus have got 20 Marines. I reckon they've got 20 Marines there. Their character and the and the um, Contemptor. That seems so they're like still going to get spanned then? Absolutely spanned off the board. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can't see how that's going to be a fair battle, of course. Cause, cause, cause but, that's, it, that's, but if it's that's a, a box a, game, it won't matter. Yeah, exactly. It's right. a Contemptor with an auto cannon that can't hurt the Spartan. <laughs> yeah, basically it's got a Spartan like but nothing to, 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 to deal with the Spartan in heresy. Of course, we don't know that the rules for the, this yeah. box game may be different. And it's a, a star- power with probably with a melter in it, bear in mind. So. It's a star it's collecting a set. It's a star collecting set, essentially. It, if, you get a, if you get people who buy this for the game... It looks like 1,500 points in a box is what it looks like. You've got a Spartan... Yeah. You've got you've you've got a fun boss and some guys to put in it. You've got some troops and you've got a dreadnought. It's it is fifteen hundred points. It's a full army in at one, least fifteen hundred points yeah, actually because you could get twelve. You could get twelve fifty out of Kalth and that didn't have a chuffing Spartan in it. So that's, yeah, that's a, that's a starters. That's a starting army. It is absolutely right. It's a great. You build them as you build them as veterans as with Pride of the Legion and you've got over two thousand points there. Easy. So yeah. But the, I guess the point is that you're absolutely right, Mark. If this is all there is in the, and that's again, if this is all there is in there, then you know, as a starter, you've got your HQs, you've got troop choices, you've got an elite choice, and you've got a heavy support choice if you want, or you and you know, or, or dedicated transport. So it's fantastic. Anyway, just very quick, just just going, yeah, just go on, mate. Very quickly. So on one of the there's a the photo where the there's only one Sons of Horus character in it. The guy with the plasma pistol facing another guy with a plasma pistol. I was just looking at that guy's head. The guy... Let me, um, 
we got a bigger version of the picture to have a look at. Unfortunately yeah. not. Hang on. Oh, bigger than, bigger than we're looking at it at the moment. Um, well, they're very in the group, so I can stick it in for sure. Oh, hang on, yeah. Give me a second. They're very small, very grainy. All right, so while that's going on, I'll add, add, add the next bit of... Because um, obviously this was the first first wave, if you like, of speculation. What followed after was equally as interesting, which was the inevitable. Does this mean it's moving to ninth edition? Oh, God, can we not have that conversation? Cause I no, let's not have that conversation. Work. Why not? It's let's, a perfectly reasonable no, no. conversation. I, I would say let's wait until we see. The plastic is all we know. Anything else is spe- pure speculation, and whatever I don't. Pers- it, what, whichever way it goes, pure speculation. Whichever way it goes is, whichever way it goes, we, no, will no, deal, we will deal with it when it comes out. I'm sure it will be fine. Yeah, I don't want to have the negativity of a conversation about is this going to ninth place of the world? Is the sky falling right now? <laughs> is, so, so I mean, I wonder how much lighter fluid I can buy at once. You know, we, we can't we can't shy away from these difficult subjects, even if no, are. that's true. That's I, I mean. I'm, I will just just chop my internet cable in half if that is the case, because and I'll just come back a fortnight later because I'm I'm not listening to screaming neckbeards on the internet. I'm, I'm, uh, if if you want my personal opinion on will it will the game change, then it's yes, of course the game's going to change. At some point it will change. There is absolutely no way on earth that this game is going to stay the same with the same rule set forever. And if the, at the at the no, it won't. Absolute bare minimum. At the absolute bare minimum, I would expect a few little changes. Templates. I would ex- I would expect a few changes. Well, the we I think it's safe to say there's blast templates based on those dice. They've got the scatter dice in there. Yeah, I would say personally they, they might tidy up the system and just clean up a few things. For example, may I reckon that uh, roll the roll to you know, subtracting seven will go and it'll just be a straight, you know, target number like they have with pretty much every other system. As long as I, as long as my vehicles still have facings and you can't shoot any weapon from any point on the vehicle, because that is stupid. I, or, it, or it can't be blown up by bolt guns. Yeah. I suspect that a lot of it will, a lot, most of the system will stay as it is now but they'll just be tidying up and maybe a, maybe an evolution. I don't bring think back se- bring back second edition vehicle rules where you needed a lunar phase calendar, a ready reckoner, and a slide rule. I don't think we're going to see massive changes it in was, that respect because uh, you know ordnance table. That's what we need. That's they, what we need. He- Structure points. They know ex- they know exactly what <laughs> who buys this game. And yes, if they want to grow it, they're going to have to sit, do some simplification of the rule set. But you I can't don't know if they do, because to grow it, they just need to make it more accessible, i.e. make a plastic Spartan. Yeah. You've just made no. the game massively more accessible. Yeah, agreed. But I think there are aspects of the game which are, at this time, a little old-fashioned and are not yeah. the best. You the, know steampunk, what, the steampunk person in me wants to say, and what's wrong with old-fashioned? Yeah. Be very careful about your answer. I've thrown a grenade into the room here, I feel, which is great. Um <laughs> Travel starter. I Deflecting Chris's rage from me, so that's fine. I, I honestly feel. I honestly think if anything big changes, it'll be the the the, the rolling. It'll be to a target number. So instead of having to roll ballistic skill free, it'll be a straight up roll free. But why? 
because that just that doesn't change. That, that, that's the most common role in the game, and all you're actually doing is you're changing the way you get to the same result. So why bother changing it if it ain't broke? Don't fix it. Because they did it in Blood Bowl, and I tell you what, it's made Blood Bowl a lot better. Yeah, but I was resistant to that in Blood Bowl, and it has improved it. But again, what do I know? We'll have so to basically, see. so rather than you get, you know, you get roll three to hit rather than look up, look this up on a table to see what you're. But every, every, you know, and everybody knows Marines need threes to hit. Like how you get there doesn't matter. It's Marines. It needs threes to hit. If it's a character, twos to hit. Don't yeah, if they need, they need a four to hit another Marine. You know, a three to kill yes. a squishy yeah. human, a yeah. five to hit anyone and better than them. Basically. And it's been that way since well, I don't know fifth edition. But anyway, here's the point. I guess is that. This was there was some speculation in the conversation we've just had was kind of repeated largely on the internet as well um, about whether this was the end of the world or the beginning of a new era. We can only speculate, which of course we love doing at every conceivable opportunity and sound like we know what we're talking about. But obviously, folks, we know nothing more than anybody else does, other than we've got some grainy photos taken off somebody's laptop. So, uh, yeah. all in all, though, to be fair, it's a if this is you know, if it's half as good as what people are hyping it up to be, I there will be a but there will yeah we will have. I'm super excited if it is the, the plastic spartans in there, and I know that there's that's controversial in itself, but Armored you know Bruce. just just like you say, just one big, one box. I want to start well, a new just, army. You can get, you can get your third one at last. Hundred and thirty plastic spartan in there. I will be buying two or three of them. No, I, yeah, you people like you are the problem. The, 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 the completionist image will one be like, One for my right. death guard, one for my... Oh, um, yeah, yeah. One for yeah. my death guard. Yeah. One oh, for yeah, my, why don't you just um, change your name to Simpson while you're at it and take a few nights just, to ruin everybody's no, no. day? Just one for my... I've got knights, but they're loyalist knights. Yeah. One for my iron warriors, and then oh, one yeah. might get made for space walls. Oh, who, are, yeah. who are you, and what have you done with Michael Cottrell? Fast forward, three... I have too many armies. Full of Galvorback. 2022 that's i already have a gal i already have a spartan yeah, for my with, um, with exactly. my i don't see the well. i don't see the point in having loads of spartans because then you're using up so many points but i and, can't yeah. see the point in you buying them anywhere michael you managed to get a mastodon killed by turn two so like a spartan you're just going to set it up and then put it back in the case again my spartans last way longer than the mastodon you know, I've missed this. I've missed this. Uh, yeah, these conversations yeah, that we have. Anyway, shall we, Mr. Big? Okay, before you go away Stop. feeling somewhat bruised by your encounter there with Rob, Why am I, I think you're absolutely right because I've got thinking. I was counting up my Spartans as a man does, in that sort of Scrooge McDuck kind of way. Swimming um, my, swimming all the Spartans. So I've got, yeah. I've got one from Salamanders. I've got one for the Death Guard, which Chris kindly donated. And I've got one for the Iron Warriors. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's with it's with what now? Your Death Guard? No, sorry. Um, I haven't got Death Guard. God, no. no. World Eaters. Salamanders. World Eaters. World Eaters. Yeah, yeah, so I've got yeah. World Eaters one, Salamanders one, and uh, yeah. Iron Warriors one. I've got oh. two Wolves ones. Yeah. I, I'll be... I've got one that is currently painted in World Eaters in this Vivian Graham's cupboard. <laughs> Which I'm... I, I, <laughs> you can have the plastic one when it comes. Oh, no, thanks. You can thanks put, you can put say, absolutely I'll... nothing. <laughs> can't yeah. you put... Um, you can't put... Uh, the golden boys in it can you no yeah, that's a shame that's oh. a rather um, stick sanguinius in it oh yeah sanguinius will work anyway here's the thing can he fit in there yeah, yeah. of course yeah. he can it's very bulky does his wings not pieces. make him bigger nope no he's just very bulky. very bulky no they just really? they, fo- they fold up neatly have you never met a oh. duck 
Yeah, I'm guessing <laughs> I mean, he, he can he can go inside, can't he? Let's be honest. I mean, it's not as if he's stuck just, outside just, going. Let me in. That reminded me. Bigger. Dude, did you have the duck involved in the wedding somehow? No, she didn't go. Sadly, oh, you missed an opportunity. Yeah. You should have put should have put a bow tie on the duck. Yeah, but there, there's also quite a lot of foxes near where we went, so you know we 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 didn't want to have to have emergency pancakes. Oh, yeah. so we left when, we were, when, we were, when we were planning the bloody uh, sorry the trip down there i was looking at it i was like oh yeah it's not too far from leeds it's this wakefield and then they're like and then the girls 55 the miles they were like, from there michael. no no it's not it's not michael you've got this wrong i was yeah. like oh it's easy yeah. to wait for this yeah it's near york isn't it no, yeah. if, no, if, no, if yeah, you no. if you got if you got to wakefield you'd gone you'd gone 55 miles too far yeah. so yeah. Anyway, before we leave this section behind, we've no idea on release dates. We assume it's not going to be too far. We already talked about this the other day, the other episode, or maybe it was this episode, I lose count, where we were saying about what's the release calendar for Heresy like and when do they normally release games? Is it like, like, you know, video games which come out traditionally around Thanksgiving in the US? Is it that kind of thing? So anyway, we can... Well, we I mean, speculate. if we sh- if we want to be speculating on the release date, I would say speculate on everything Age- else, Michael. Let's not stop right. <laughs> Age of Sig- Age of Sigmar is going to be the next the next few months is going to be heavy Age of Sigmar. Yes, that's absolutely not going to change. Nope. I think you're going to have a couple, a few battle tomes, a few armies. Um, so a few 40k battle, a uh, few 40k codices have been few uh, and I think and I think, they are codices. I refuse to accept. They're gonna. I think they're gonna heavily concentrate on Age of Sigmar and just maintaining 40k. I -hmm. think we're seeing this release. This is my personal opinion. No, not seen anything. I reckon. um, uh, Aren't you having a conversation with that GW staffer down the pub the other day? (laughs) No. um, I reckon you're looking. Denied that um, very quickly. I I reckon you're looking later on, (laughs) and I reckon you're looking. I reckon you're looking later on in the year. He so does protest like, too much. So say. like o- o- October, November time, I would say. That. That's my yeah, personal. Know. That's my personal thing. So about the same time as Burning of Prospero and Calf. So late October. Mister B, oh, no. you, you're, you're the person who kind of keeps his finger on the pulse of these things. When previously things have been leaked, which isn't very often from Games Workshop, it must be said. Do we have a rough correlation between when that, that may then land? Well, I'll put it no, this way. We swore... Use the Atomantic Pavis as an example, about five oh, years. God, yeah. <laughs> no, no, in terms of plastic, yeah. we saw leaked pictures from the Codex Space Marine that came out um, not too long, well, last uh, last summer. We saw pictures leaked from that, very blurry pictures leaked from that, 18 months before it came out. Oh, crikey. So, so it could very be as long as that. that. So that... It's a long time it could be. I doubt it, but it could be. Okay, cool. Well, uh, there you go, folks. So I, I, I personally think this is going to be Christmas. October, uh, you know, October, October, November, Christmas, sort of like that. That Black Friday, you know, um, yeah. uh, what what you call it? The, the Black Friday, um, uh, the burning of Calf. Sorry, burning of Prospero, betrayal at Calf, kind of window. So uh, I'm going to do a little poll, everybody. You can just ask yes or no, right? Uh, October, November, release date. Chris, yes, no? Uh, yeah, makes sense. Okay. Uh, new rule set included. Yes, no? No. Mm, I think so. No. Well, uh, we, we'll have, come yeah. to you in a minute. 
It'll be a boxed. It'll be a boxed game. It won't have a new rule set in it. Okay. We might get that six months down the line. Right. But yes. It won't, it won't come with ninth edition or whatever. Plastic Spartan. Yes. No. Yeah, it's in the box. It makes sense. Okay. Cool. Same questions. So, Rob. I think around about yeah November sort of time. Cool. Pre-Christmas. Um, no um, Age of Darkness rules in the box. Boxed yep. game, but potentially with plastic scenery and possibly a mat instead of loads of cardstock because it's cheaper for them to make them. Got yeah. And plastic Spartan, yes, no. Yes. Mr. B, you were the one. So you still sticking with October, November this year? I, 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 yeah, I'd stick with October, November uh, uh, this year. Rule set. Um. Yes. Oh, controversial. Fantastic. I think I think there will be I think there will be a slightly revised rule set. So rather than being what, a box in the separate, box, yeah, rather than being a separate box game, it's going to be a starter set for. I reckon this is going to be a, I reckon this is going to be a battle box similar yeah, to. I'm just trying to think of it. The, the, but the, you're a plastic the, Spartan, there, isn't it? I'm not taking that bet. I would say that um, I think that it's going to be like a, a battle set. Like, yeah. um, oh, what was that? Sisters of, oh. there, was a sis, there was a Sisters of Battle and a Dark the, Eldar. One I was thinking about year. Assault on Black Reach, that kind of thing. Right? Yeah, that kind of thing, yeah. Oh, the old start ones. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you basically yeah, got a cut-down like, version of the rule book yeah. in there as well and you got a couple of armies that that's kind what of i reckon thing. okay that very good thing. and that will include a plastic spartan yes or no yes very good well you heard it here folks well, heard it here first. didn't hear it here no. first you heard it about yeah, about six months after it was, was released but from our opinion yes we think this is genuine obviously uh secondly we we think it's a box game michael is going out on a limb but it's a very very strong I, I, I think i think it's a i think it's a battle box battle box based rather on than a box based, game based on the dice okay cool yeah makes sense and then we definitely we're all we're all in no questions asked around the plastic spartan so what do we think go. about price point then oh, oh he's asking the big questions 135 yeah 130 140 quid i think how yeah much not, was, not much change how much was how much was prospero Under prospero was 95 yeah 95 so this is Burning got... of Calf was ninety five, and um, it I'm just gonna, uh, d- I'm Dominion. Gonna I'm going to say one hundred and fifty. Dominion and Indomitus were a hundred and twenty five. I'm going to say one hundred and fifty at least. At least. So yeah, I was just yeah, a, normal, think... a normal plastic Landred is fifty quid. What do you think they're going to charge for a plastic Spartan? Yeah, but bear in mind that they don't care because the, the Titans box set where everything's like ridiculously cheap. Well, so, there is that. That's true. Ways like so, you have some free warhounds. Ooh, yeah, so, exactly. So I don't think we can take the this cost of this individual model equates to this method, if that makes sense. Because no, we, because they, I'd, they, I'd they now, nowadays they just don't then. have this for free. I'd say 150 then at GW they, retail price. They did used to have. I was just trying to find it. I don't know if they still do it. They used to have like a top selling things. Forge World specifically, they would say what their top selling kits were. Yeah, top ten, didn't they? And I wonder because I was just thinking about this is like, well, you know, if the Spartan, for example, is one of the top sellers, I'm not going to want to necessarily stop selling it. No, but, but they, will, they will do though because because if, if it's a top seller, it rips through molds and mold making is incredibly expensive for resin. That's a very good and point. time and consuming. Because also, what you, it means they can make other stuff. stuff. What you don't want to end up in is a dreadnought drop pod situation where your Spartan mold is irreparably knackered. 
Yeah. Very good point. Good point. Well made. Or okay. more likely they can concentrate on other stuff, seeing as they're having capacity issues. Yeah. So but also it level itself out soon. Also, I reckon they won't. They, they will stop making them. But things like the uh, Typhon, suddenly that's an upgrade kit. Mm-hmm. Oh, plastic Typhons. Hello. It's almost like I wrote a list that might be useful for that. Yeah. So Sorry, you are. To, I, I, I say. I yeah, say you wrote Typhon, one list and copied and pasted the whole damn thing. I say that's going to get <laughs> an upgrade four units, kit. Four, four units. Four units. Do you know what? Somebody stopped me in the street and asked me about that. I'll have you know. They hold Did my they? voice. Somebody, uh, well, like, when I say a street, I say Battle Bunker. And I also say it was somebody I was playing at the time. But uh, it has been mentioned. In fact, somebody sent us a little sarcastic message when they booked for Company of Legends saying, yeah, I'm just going to uh, copy and paste my list in with the with the Spartans and the and the um, Cataphracti. Sadly, so, it's been lost in, into the void somewhere. So. Yes. So there you go. Anyway, before right, that, we had a particular the, the Forge World bestsellers list. Just very oh, quickly, because yeah. I've, I've got it here. Leviathan. Weirdly, the Warlord Builder Titan Builder thing is second. Uh, Telemon. That'll be on. That'll be on pages most commonly visited. Then, yeah, not yeah. actually unit uh, sold. Oh, I don't know, because Eltel, uh, yeah. uh, Spartan Thunderhawk. Astraeus, uh, Mars Pattern Warhound, Fire Raptor, uh, Acastus, and then some 40k nonsense. Mm. Oh no, sorry, the Storm Eagle, the Haradin, Imperial Armor Compendium, and the Relic Contempt Dreadnought Body. So most of that would make sense as best. No, no, yeah, that, 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 that makes sense. Who no, would buy an Astraeus? Well, actually, I mean, speaking of that, and, and I, I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there, Garrow, the, the rumor monger mm. and, uh, and news source, was Rumor-monger. saying... He was hearing um, very credible rumours of a plastic Sakaran. You do realise Graham's got like medical issues. But... You should warn him before <laughs> making statements like that. No, 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 but that, but the problem is that if a plastic Sakaran comes out, yes, that, that devalues the Sakaran standard. The That's whole like economy des- falls it's apart. Like decimal, it's like decimalisation all over again. He's going to have to it work is. out an entire new theory of economics. You're absolutely exactly. right. It's like it's like somebody's coming and you know sets to the gold standard or something. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Uh, standard. Would, uh, Before you know it, black, there'll be a three-day it working Monday? week. It'll be bin bags in the street. <laughs> yeah, Power yeah, cuts. That's it. Yeah. I wasn't around <laughs> no, then, but you know, I realised that people... the gamble was like hitting people over the head with that. Yeah. Yeah. So that is people a very good point. Jumping so, out of windows in, uh, yeah, you know, Sakaran. Uh, Take a take care and trading uh, flipping through offices. You know, people going, "Oh my god!" It'll, it'll, it'll end up, it'll end up with Britain leaving the 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 European Union. Oh yeah, no. Oh wait, that just happens. Yeah. So anyway, before we get into geopolitics, well, you again, can laugh about it. Yeah. Uh, um, we. Oh, I wish I could. I wish I could. Sakaran, plastic Sakaran. Wouldn't you just? What would, you, what, what, what would we move on to? Okay, let's, let's just carry on the speculation. What would then? then become the new Sakaran standard. I think, well, I, we'd have to move on, I think we'd have to move on to something like the Leviathan standard. I think I would go with the yeah. plastic Spartan, assuming it's probably going to be around the 70, 80 quid mark for the model, if it's not sold in the box. Plastic set. Spartan standard. Yeah, so we have Spartan to potentially standard. move it to something else. That would be a reasonable thing, wouldn't it? Because it's like, do I spend all this money on upgrades with, for blooming Mark III armour? 
Oh, it's 70 quid. No chance, mate. I'm just going to put a plastic Spartan in and have four Spartans in my list. <laughs> Do you like Rob's Leviathan option? Though, that, uh... Your Leviathan isn't a bad option, actually. That is not a bad option because that's kind Let's of. Let's face it, we all, everyone loves a Leviathan. Don't I, don't, a Leviathan. I don't buy them Get in out. the same bulk kind of way that I buy Spartans. <laughs> Karen's, so. I must admit, part, part of me, part, well, there's no part. I did once write a list with nine Leviathans in it. Yeah. Technically possible. It is vindicator standard, vindicator standard. That's always a oh laser vindicator standard. Laser that's vindicator standard because yeah. it's good price per heavy lifting done. That which yeah, is the stand, yeah. which is the point of the Sakaran standard, isn't that's it? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, okay, I reckon yeah. that's about enough time for that, and we should probably yeah. move on to a list challenge. Have you got any no, any su- any suggestions? Any suggestions for what the uh, Sakaran standard should be replaced with? Come the uh, mm. dawning of the new age and the falling <laughs> apart of the economy <laughs> of our game. Just uh, you know, put them in a write them, post them in if you can afford stamps. Once the scan standard drops off, yeah, yeah. Because they oh, might, they might go to, to like just to say when it comes six, to emails, heavy so support this... squads for a first for you know yeah. one first class stamp. When it comes to emailing uh, stuff to the channel, I know who you are. You are sick. Get help. I'm sorry. I'm sorry okay. about that. Did I miss <laughs> something? Interesting. Anyway, you can't make on. a statement like that without without clarification. You, you can't. That's like no context. So somebody been spamming context. our email address with you bleeding are giving context, even if we have to pause recording. I demand context. <laughs> this is have to go <laughs> in the black. Hang on. The black hang, hang on. Can I can I guess what can I guess what it is? Gone. Has someone written uh, erotica about the four of us? <laughs> no. Thank oh, but don't give them ideas. <laughs> Rule 42. Okay, now it's time for the bit of the show that everybody seems to like. Don't know why, because I never win. So, you know, that's the reason why people like it, Michael. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially when you didn't write the list yourself. <laughs> list challenge time. I've been and good it... this time. I got told off. I had a conversation. Headmaster Mills called him into the office. Headmaster <laughs> Mills, we had a Skype conversation for a good hour and a half. Jolly, jolly Beatty, and uh, had a good, good chat with uh, with young young Ing. Didn't have to send a letter home to the parents. That's good. Anyway, anyway, the um, the, the this is the list challenge. This week we decided to to go with something a little bit different. We're going with a list that we wouldn't want to face. Yeah. So yeah. um, it's 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 not the the worst list we can yeah. think of. It's, it's not a bit more know, nuanced than that, isn't it, it? It's, yeah. It's not it's not a Rob list just like no. out of a normal book. It's you know or a normal it's, normal list challenge it's uh, yeah. it's something a little bit more cerebral <laughs> so the way that this is chris's idea it's a good one uh the way that chris kind of pitched this to the to the panel was that this is like if you're going to say blood and glory or to or even our events or you know and you're there you get your army out the box or you just rock up at a club night yeah yeah and you, you get your army out the box you've not played this person before you've no idea what you're going to face and they then bring this particular army out with certain you units that, and you're thinking oh man this is going to go really badly and 
regardless of you know how charming debonair witty and charismatic your opponent is you just know that you've got literally nothing in in your arsenal other than your wits and and good fortune to try and deal with this so that's the kind of slightly open-ended specification that chris has given us so like i said we could just have put a a massive knights list in and gone haha but there's a bit more to it than that It's, it's more the kind of more common less tailored average likelihood lists that you're going to get in these kinds of events but you just there's nothing that your normal army could do about it okay so yep. is that about right mm-hmm. cool so between the four of us then before we go into the lists themselves what what was the army that you were thinking of so that what would you have been taking to this club night to this to this event you know what what would you have been carting about so i'll go with so I go with Rob to start with. So this is, you know, what would you be bringing? Is this this the thing that you dislike the most? Would this be your wolves, for example? Yeah, I'd have been, I'd have been taking me wolves. And so what I've written is a something that they would um, think twice about. Okay. Well, not not think twice about. They'd get spanned by. Got uh, Chris, what have you gone with? Uh, it would basically because that all my armies are the same. It wouldn't really make any difference. <laughs> no, that's true. That's a good point. Well made. So would it be the what about the would it be the it'd golden probably, boys? No, it'd probably be the blood angels. Okay. Uh, that, that's what I had in mind when I was. But the army that I've written would affect pretty much all bar the demons probably. Gotcha. And Mr. B, what about you? Um, I base this on just taking a standard ultra marines list. You know, jack of all mm-hmm. trades you know to a degree so and i've kind of gone with um my iron warriors list not armor breakthrough though the the thing that i'm facing would would rip that a bits as well but you know my normal kind of balance of shooting and armor but very little close combat so who wants to go first then you want to lay down uh, so you've just put your army lovingly, <coughs> lovingly created as, as, it, as, it, as it was my idea i'll um yeah. I'll, I'll get the ball rolling so i'm you know i'm i, I uh, there i am just got all the all the blood angels off ready to you know yeah begin the begin the begin the slaughter of the traitors yes. and then uh what i'm faced with is uh the the army that are my nemesis the world eaters <laughs> okay because I have not beaten them once. I just oh, there are people say that the early armies need to be redone, and they need to be redone for one very specific reason: they need to have limitations put on them, like the later <laughs> armies do. But <coughs> that's just me. Like Garland Serlak needs to take a bolt no, round to the head. No, no, no. But okay, so like the white the white scars, for instance, can't take certain uh, unit entries because it doesn't fit in with their modus operandi. For instance, just something that's kind of come in in the last two books. None of the earlier ones have that. But yeah, that's just you know. That's just okay, me. so now to so, be fair, world eaters usually most people complain that Angron is, and I'm one of them, in comparison to your Russes, your Magnuses, your Lions. He's way. Yeah, you know, he's not as one, good as he as he should be. Living one up to the, thing. But the rest of the army what we're saying here so let's let's have it chris it's them as a whole yeah it's it's definitely them as a whole um so what i've gone with as as rob has alluded to the man the model that i hate the most in the game uh garland serlak 
Uh, I do have a different name for him, which I put in the WhatsApp, but I cannot repeat on... You uh, totally can't repeat that. I can't repeat it on this station, so because uh, that would cause offence to a great number of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone with a Praetor. Uh, Never mind offence. We get we, we we get taken off the air. Well, there is that. Very true, yeah. How, uh, how many... I didn't even know that word existed. Oh, it definitely does with this guy. Absolutely. I mean, some of them were were French and Italian. Um, Latin as well, I noticed. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that Moldovan? (laughs) Well, (laughs) Ancient Greek. It's all in there. All all in there. It's, you know, hieroglyphs were retouched. I can besmirk besmirk a a character in uh, many languages. Okay. Um, So, yeah, so Garland Serlak, because, you know, just it just upsets so, me. So what is it about Garland Serlak in particular? Inducti. That is that. Just, he's a he's a buffer, not a fighter. He's a, he's definitely something. Okay. Um, so for yeah. those of people who haven't faced the joy that is Garland Serlak, I think I've got this right. So he can he's he can have one unit of super inducti who get a if he's with them get a four plus field of pain. Is that right? He's just, uh, and I think normal inducti get five plus finipane without having a normal medic. I can't remember. Normal get a six plus. Okay. And, um, and they're plus one to their strength, but they are minus one to their blister skill. They can't score and they yeah. can't be joined by independent characters. Um, no biggie. No biggie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so does that mean you can put a normal uh, Apoka three with them then? Because they're not independent characters; they're just characters. No, no, they can't have any characters. It's independent okay. and no other characters. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's so a Garlax. Go yeah, his yeah, he gives a unit of four plus feel no pain that he rolls with. And what was it? I was it in plus one strength? Was it plus one strength? <sighs> yeah. And then we give him chain access. Chain access for six. six. Yeah, strength six. <laughs> Only AP four. Yeah, but I mean volume of attacks, four attacks okay. each. Five on charge. Sorry, five. I'm trying to think. So the go on, carry on, Chris, and we we'll talk about the number of attacks. That's right, Harris. I've clicked the wrong button. So bear with me one second while my battle scribe okay. just goes back. There we go. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Right. So yeah, Praetor, Artificer Armor, Bolt Pistol, Digital Lasers, Iron Halo, Jump Pack, uh, Mastercraft, the Paragon Blade, and Melter Bombs. Yeah. Because you know, glass melt Bombs, and I love a Jump Pack. Yeah. One apothecary with a jump pack. Yep. A quad launcher support battery. Ooh, with, with shatter shells. Good choices. Yep. They're very a, reliable and good choice, I feel. Yeah. Go yeah. On. A rapier weapons battery, all with um, laser destroyers. Oh, a bit more anti tank, yeah. Exactly. A 14 man assault squad. Interesting. Because I need a scoring choice. Mm-hmm. A uh, 19-man <laughs> inducti squad. Cool. Big numbers. Because I've got to have big space to put old uh, Garland Serlak with the unit. Uh, actually, no, I don't even worry. No, so I could have had an extra one. Cause I've yeah, got it's 25 in the spot, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is absolutely is, Graham. It absolutely is. And I'd forgotten about that at the time. Uh, a... Second, Spartans that much because of the lack of plastic. It's, it's, I don't because it's the lack of deep strike in them. As soon as I can launch one out of a carrier of some variety, I'm gonna <laughs> snap them all up like the old uh, sixth head Blood Angels Land Raiders. Just deep yeah, striking them deep left, right, centre. Yeah. 
The okay, uh, a second in Duck Tie Squad, but there are only twelve of them this time round. Okay. Uh, two javelins. Oh God. Because you know, uh, multi melter twin link last cannons. Yeah. Uh, on both of those, come on, back we go, back we go. Uh, Terax assault drill. Okay. Who's going for the second in the second in Duck Tie Squad? I thought it was only 12 in the Terrax. 12. Yeah, that's why there's only 12 in the second deductor. I thought you said there was 14. No. I said there was 12. I said there was 12. Oh, I do beg your pardon. Sorry, mate. That's all right. No, it's all right. Don't you worry. Uh, it just artillery. Never he never listens, absolutely. Uh, artillery tank squadron uh, with two Medusas. Quite a lot of shooting there, mate. A Spartan. Of course. For the Inductai. Yeah. And a Glaive. Just okay. to round it out nicely, because this is a thing. They, they're very good at punching stuff, but there's no bad side to them taking lots of guns. I agree. And um, that is the thing about the World Eaters that annoys me the most. Um, and because I tend to use fairly large um, troop units, and even if they're you know small six-man custody squads, volume of fire tends to be the advantage. Um, you know, that's why I've got quite a lot of, you know, reasonably powered uh, firepower in this in this particular list. The the javelin and the glaive are there just to yeah, okay. the javelin's there to take out any sort of troop any vehicles that I might have, Leviathans for instance. Um and the glaive is there, you know, just to blow tanks oh, yeah. up got any tanks and blow any dreadnoughts up that are kicking around. Yeah, because Garland Serlac can't can join the inducti. But you can't yep. chuck a, like a chaplain, a cheeky chaplain in there. No, exactly. Cheeky chaplain. Cheeky uh, chaplain. That's kind of all sorts of images, isn't it? Um, like sort of Charlie Chaplin, but with power right. armor. Um, you can't like, so to give him hatred, for example. But so the inducti. I'm just trying yeah. to think. So they don't score. They're just so, there to chomp so out. They're basically normal it's kind of assault marines, aren't they? Or, or normal kind of tactical normal marines. Tactical squad, yeah. So that's one attack, extra plus combat weapon, two attacks. And then two on the charges, we've got Rage. So there's yeah. 19 of them. So what's that? 19 for 76 attacks yeah. at strength yeah. six. Oh, yeah, That's you're true. right. It's AP five or AP four or something. So even but the sheer volume, even yeah. against your two plus saves, you're going to get a few wounds there, aren't you? Yeah, it's, if, and that's against Custodes. Mm. If I'm taking Blood Angels, Blood Angels yeah, it's going to be a massacre. Then it's, you know, just volume is just great if, you know. if and they're rocking the the up vulnerable yeah. yeah but if you're chucking them out of a spartan yeah it's a very good chance so you can try of try and that would be your only defense potentially would be to to force the charge if you like or to try and charge them before they charged you but yeah yeah i see where you're coming from so that's the your worst <laughs> the worst nightmare list that that would be the list that if i rocked up and, and someone went right yeah duh, 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 i've got the glaive this that that, that and then went oh yeah i've got 20 or well 32 inducti and you've got medusas you've got laser destroyers laser destroyers it covers a lot of base it's a it's a pretty uh rapiers as well and and even the shatter shells with the sunder so they're like tank hunter yeah it's a lot of cool stuff in there okay so it's a pretty nifty list you know no one should ever use it because ultimately what will happen is it's not uncommon it's not no 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 
not, I wouldn't no, no. say it was um, like a, a very specialist kind of once in a lifetime list. That's yeah, uh, absolutely. But that, that's exactly. But that's what this whole challenge was. It was you totally. know, a list that we would, that an average human being that wanted to really get under my skin on a day. Heard it here, folks. Yeah, that's it. Just wanna, rock up with this at wanna, some point to play yeah, me. If you want to just get, get, if you're going to go on a special mission to upset Chris, which can be, it's tricky. He's a calm and collected person who very rarely gets <laughs> angry. Um, <laughs> that's what you need to do, basically. I'm, I'm and not, a load I'm of not sure I appreciate that laughter, Mr. B. If I'm <laughs> Sorry, I just heard calm and collected and Chris in the same thing, and it was just it's, like, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, out, out, outside of this <laughs> this uh, situation, my friend, I'm very calm. Thank yeah, you, you are, much. to be fair. You are, to be fair. So not. Okay. Okay, so I think Rob's having some technical details. So de- details, technical difficulties. So let's go to, yeah. to Mr. B. So this is your kind of generic uh, Ultramarines list that you've got, or that you can put together because you've got a big Ultramarines collection. Okay. So my list. Uh, I... I'm denied about this because this is a list that is uh, similar to a list that I have had proposed for a game by someone else. And my initial reaction was, look, mate, I'm not going to play that list. I, I actually I tried to talk, tell the guy, no, I just you, couldn't. Really? You, you actually have said to somebody game. that you, I was not playing it. Or I'm it it wouldn't be a fun. It. it just wouldn't be a fun game. Okay. For me or for him, there was this list, and it was just absolutely—it shouldn't be allowed, but it is. But haven't you played me three times? So yeah, it is a—it starts off with a detachment, a, a crusade detachment of uh-huh. solar auxilia. So we've got the legate commander mm-hmm. who has um, with him. He's got um, a cyber familiar iron halo. Las, uh, the, la- the standard last pistol and void armor. Yeah. Not nothing really, except to make him a little bit more survivable. Yeah. Then we've got two tertios. I think two tertios with last rifle sections and a defense line. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. Nothing else. In heavy support, two Malkador Infernus special weapon tanks. Ouch. Of course, with the uh, chemical ammunition. Because yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Two is that, that AP3 or AP2? AP2. Yeah, poison, poison 2 up AP2. AP2. With armor, it's torrent, isn't it? Torrent. Yeah. Yeah, it's horrific. So that one's bad. Two's I've, two got, I've, I've got one. Not even I put two in. I've never, I, I've never fielded one in my cell auxiliary. Just and of course, that's a heavy happen. support choice. Yeah, you can have yeah. three. So he's still got a Lord of War choice, which was going to be a Warhound Scout Titan with two double barrel turbo laser destructors don't worry Graham this isn't you because obviously you wouldn't come up with this <laughs> who is you this have... person this person's horrific I'm not going to name them because it gets worse so let an allied attachment right. of knights yeah. a seneschal how is that it's, no, it's not Mr. Simpson Mr. Simpson <laughs> plays a list with, a tit- with titans and, and, and stuff it, it, his list is not as bad as this you heard it here. I listed, I've played Mr. Bad. Simpson's list a couple of times. It's a horrible list to play against, but you can actually have a laugh with Dave. So that's to be fair. You know, all anybody needs to beat you anyway, Michael, is dice that roll more than three. That is pretty yeah, okay. much that, true. That's 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 true. That's true. Uh, so a Sarastus Knight Atropus. Are you sure it's not Dave's list? 
it isn't faithless. No. Well, again, he doesn't have two Markador furnaces in a well, Warhound type. Can I can I call illegal? Can I call illegal then? Because the Atropos is Lords of War in a Knights only, which it means it's got to be primary detachment. Uh, unless it's in a uh, Knights list. Unless it's in a Knights list. Unless it's in a, exactly right, it can be a HQ choice for a Knights list. It's oh, not, it's got to be nice. two thousand points that you've got to spend. It's, 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 yeah. it's not nice. And then a Scion Marshal in a Castigator. So that's the one with the big um, Volkite sword and the bolt pa- and the bolt pattern. So Nothing perfect wrong to take an extra. And then a Scion Dolores in fast attack with an uh, a shield. Dolores. Dolores. Yes, Dolores. Scion Dolores. Kitchen lady. A Scion Umbridge. Spuds up, boys. Spuds up. I don't know what the difference is with the, the Dolores. Dolores. I think he's, the he's the fast Basically, Dolores. Okay. Scion, a Scion miserable. He's the one with the. Um, uh, he's got the um, tank hunter. Oh, I can't remember. He's got the machine hunter, I think. Yeah. Machine destroyer or something. Um, and he's got the uh, flame cannon and the reaper chain fist. Oh, so that's in a Acheron. Acheron, yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Seriously, that's three thousand points. That's three thousand points. So three knights, a warhound titan, two um, Malkadorian furnaces. Um, two oh, tertios and, uh, and zero concept and zero concept of anything involving a social contract. Yes, so, exactly. And uh, this was a guy who I literally just had to tell him, no, I can't play that list. It's it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to be ridiculous because it's 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 all the worst things you can possibly imagine. I don't think you can take those that night. You know, I the atrop the atrop atropos has to be. Uh, it's listed as a Lord of War choice. It's, it, it's not listed. No, it can as be a HQ for a Knight's detachment, right? Yeah, it can. Because it, it is legal, but it's barely. But it's. But I think I thought you had to have it. Oh, so you can only have one per two thousand points, isn't it? That's yep. the that's the thing. You're right. It is legal. I think we'll have a look. It's anyway. just legal. But but either it, way, it should what we're talking rude, about here but... is three Knights, a Titan, and two absolutely. F- Filthy, monstrous. you know, you're just taking the minimum, the barest minimum nod to Solitary just to take these two, yeah. you know, death dealing things. I mean, they'll, I mean, they'll rinse any troops that you've got. Yeah, I mean, there will. There's nothing. Yeah. I mean, you anything. can one shot them. Trust me, it's happened to mine. That is yes. true. <laughs> that is true. But then, but then, but then this, play, this guy's playing Michael, so Michael's just going to miss him. Never mind, yeah. one shot him. I mean, if you're rocking up with a normal kind of fairly normal list. There's, I mean, the not even the title its own would be enough to to ruin your day. I mean, never but mind. For me, it was a case is... of, as I explained, I yeah. literally have nothing in my collection that could deal with that amount of stuff. I'm if, sure you've got a hammer I, in the garage somewhere. <laughs> in all honesty, if I had a similar list to that, if I could field a similar list to that that could handle that, I would have played it. But I don't. The only thing that could handle that is something like it, and you just go right. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I'll bring a warlord. I don't know. I think a deep striking army could do it. No, nah, because they just because those uh, bear in mind the, the, the um, all the big things will stomp stuff. The templates you can put them at ninety degrees as well. Remember, you can fire them round corners. Mm, good point. I was just trying to think whether a and um, you know some 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 half decent terminators with chain fists would would go to town with them. But yeah, the knights themselves are no slouches in close combat, and as and you, you mentioned. Don't, and, and AP you don't want to be in close combat attack. with them because when they explode, they'll kill you because you're guaranteed yeah. to be in the deep last because you're in base-to-base contact. Why do we keep coming so up with these lists that really are the <laughs> worst things in the universe that will 
all we will do is encourage people to try and replicate this evil. I'll we do, do all that, all right? It we'll end up playing all these lists at some point. Anyway, we're going to get one of us. Rob's going to want to come across someone that's going to put out that, 300 uh, solar rocks in front of him. Michael's going to be faced with the, You could beat it if the mission was to get on objectives and and per turn, right? Because they have yeah. to blow you off those objectives. And they've only got two scoring units there. Actually, the knights kept scoring as well, aren't they? The the troop choice knights are still scoring. Yeah. One of them is, yeah. Yeah, the way to beat that is you put an old Metal Chaos Dreadnought in a hockey sock and you smack the owner of it around the side <laughs> of the head. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, folks, if you think this is going to be another list chat, maybe this is next year's Nuremberg 300 list. You know, if you reckon... You That'd be an interesting that. matchup, that versus the Nuremberg list. Flamers of do you? The... I, don't I, don't think know, they could, I... I don't think they could kill enough because when you drop nine Medusa cells on the on the, um, yeah, on the on the on the faces. I mean, nine of that. I mean, those are armor bane as well. Those those uh, what, whatever yeah. they're called shells. Yeah. And, the, um, and the Infernus, they do like to explode. Mm. They do. Okay then, Graham. What, what about who's who's going next? Rob or Graham? Uh, I can go next if you want. Yeah, go for you. You go, chap. So, obviously, with my kind of normal-ish Iron Warriors list, which I don't actually play very often, although it, it kind of become derriere for me. Um, but the same would probably be equally true for the Salamanders, um, for example, if this this list turned up, um, and probably my Definitely my Ultramarines army. So what my kind of, and this is kind of almost a little bit like harking back to previous years, but the thing that's going to, re- that's just going to make me go cringe inside, who can guess what it is? Anyone Wolves. take any? What? Wolves. Wolves. It was very close. I must admit, it was very, very close. Anybody else? It wasn't Wolves. What else do we think it would be? Thousand Tons? Uh, no, it wasn't them. Goldbearers? No, it was Mechanicum. So oh, although the old classics, the old classics, right? I thought I'd go back through my old greatest hits. It's kind of like my first album, um, <laughs> you know, the raw one that I got signed to a very expensive label on, and I've been living off ever since. Um, but specifically, we're talking about a cybernetica mm. uh, mechanica mm. model. Your love for the thalax yeah, and the castellax. So, exactly. So we know, and I did think, well, actually, you know, what really makes me die inside is seeing those bloody um, hot plates and putting them in, a, in an, in an hour <laughs> banging them in a tear axe you know i'm just like oh my god part of me is just yeah part of me is just you know died inside because they're gonna just pop out like some cheery little gnomes and just haywire me to death but you can't take them with with um cybernetica so this is what i've gone for and of course the the king the king daddy of my cybernetica hatred can be nobody else other than uh, uh, and is it an, an actress an actress Scoria. so of course this he is such a bad lad this guy i mean he's so powerful uh 315 points so he's not cheap but he's kind of in the primark level of you know sheer terribleness i feel oh easy um 
so he's got so many good things going for him. He's an eternal warrior, for example. You give him his new, his kind of hooped up abeyant you know, with his little claws. He's a toughness six monster, five wounds, initiative five. I didn't realize initiative five is incredible. Yeah. Four attacks, two plus, three plus in one, which he's got a side, he's got a, um, the, the sort of normal cybernetic of four plus, plus he's got a cyber familiar. Um, yeah. He's got this blooming, he's got a machinator array. He's got a photon thruster, which is a great gun, I think. Two shots, heavy two, strength six, AP two, lance. He's got everything going for him. And, of course, this Voidian Scepter, which everybody talks about, Nails. doubles the strength. AP two, two-handed, armor bane, of course it is. And it's got this entropic destroyer, which they had to nerf. It was so bad previously. Um, but, yeah, if anybody's ever got on the receiving end of this. Nerfed it and then released the model for him. Yeah. So, basically... Um, do you want me to read it out? Because it's always, always a good laugh to remind ourselves of how absolutely... Just how bad things. it is, yeah. So whenever this weapon... Never have a swig of alcohol first. Yeah. Whenever this weapon causes an unsaved wound or a hole point, it inflicts D3 additional wounds. Of course or, it does. Or, in the case of the target with a armor value, an additional hole point on the model. Invulnerable yeah. saves may be taken against wounds uh, or, or hole points, but they will not be replenished or ignored by any means, including feel no pain. So you can you can try and save them with your invon, but you can't feel in a pain them. Uh, it will not die or blessed some some or whatever it is will not bring these wounds back. So he's a monster. Every unsaved wound could be potentially a D three more wounds. So you only yeah. really need to give somebody a little tickle. If you haven't killed them outright with the instant death because you're banging in, a, a, you know, strength. What is he? Strength seven, which is plus two. Uh, yeah, strength seven. So you're not going to instant death people, but yeah, basically, the chances of you still standing is pretty remote. And against the Primark as well, a couple of little tickles with these, and you could be doing four or five wounds each time. Yeah. And you can't use um, it will not die either to get those wounds no, back. You cannot. Replenish, so. Yeah, so, yes. yeah, he's he's an absolute, absolute monster. He's also got all the cyberology coming out of the wazoo, which is pretty useful, particularly in this uh, thing. And he's I, I did look this up, and I'm, I might have this wrong. So I've only got a battle scribe for him, unfortunately, because I've got rid of book six. But um, he is Patris Familiaris, or Patris Cybernetica, which means he can join a unit of um, uh, monstrous creatures. Mm-hmm. We'll come on to that in a minute, because I've also then... Is it funny that him and uh, Garland Serlak are both in the same book? I mean, mm, there's, a, there's a theory there. So I've also gone... This probably is a little bit spammy, and you probably wouldn't see this, to be fair. Um, I've gone for two Magos Dominuses, just because I've got the Cyber Cortexes, which is what I need. Um, but I've given them nothing uh, other than Augury Scanners, just so that if anything does decide to deep strike next to them, they can turn their, their ire on them. And then I've got no Elites, you know, classic Mechanicum. Um, for my troops, guess what I've got here? The classic, the thing that I say is the most amazing troop choice in the game, other Agilus, than the Slayers. Agilus, uh, the Tech Thralls, Agilus, yes, Tech Thrall Blobs. I can't yeah. even pronounce it. Agilus Secularis Covenant. So I've got two of these. Uh, one's a 19 
person one and one's a 14 person one because it's no points these things are buttons hate me right i mean yeah they've got a terrible stat line but they're fearless so you give them the right of pure thought they're just not going anywhere they can run they can get across the board they're a big old blob massive tar pit all manner of problems will be faced by these fellas so that's kind of two true choice and then for my compulsory two true choice two troop choices which have to be castellacs and both of those squadrons have to have two castellacs in each one so i've got four castellacs all the same but given them the um, enhanced target arrays because you would never not do that i think and dark fire lances because i just spent years fighting these things three wounds apiece toughness seven three plus five plus in one you know put them in cover they're almost indestructible and i'd have the magos dominuses join them Mm-hmm. And then uh, fast attack. I've gone a little bit, a little bit special with the fast attack. So I'm a big fan of an Ursarax co- um, cohort, particularly with the power fists, making them strength ten with jump packs. They are a bit vulnerable. The three, the four plus armor. I'm, I've realised it's quite easy to, to sort of burn your way through. But they've got three wounds apiece, so they do take some stopping. Um, but you know, you can get them up against your, you know. Galvor back your even the the golden boys if you can survive their initial assault you know they can potentially you know double them out so they're a really useful unit so I've got uh, uh, seven, six of these guys um sorry I've got eight of these guys six with power fists because why not and two with lightning claws I'm a bit umming and ahhing about the lightning claws because their initiative is so low so the chances are they're gonna not use them before they get whacked by somebody at a high initiative yeah so and then of course the classics so i've gone for a vorax big vorax squad right i think these are kind of underrated they're a fantastic unit so i've got five of these in a big blob which would be joined by scoria and these would then scout so they'd come in and outflank with scoria because scoria is a unit that um that can be you know you kind of tend to don't you keep him at the back and he, but you know you get him in a back line for example he's just going to cause all sorts of bother you put him in a squad of five vorax they've got three wounds each their toughness six base toughness i mean you know i've given them the biocorrosive round so they can you know their their um rotor cannons are actually useful great squad really good squad um so yeah so that's where scoria is going to go and then, of course, to deal with any Spartans and the like or anything that I may have, like my nice Sakarans or my Laser Destroyers, you know, I've got three Volturax because why not? You know, so that's <laughs> three shots apiece, haywire. So that's nine haywire shots. Nothing, you know, your, your, your most tooled out Spartan can't stop them. They're going to destroy it in a turn. So and then for, for a little little frizz on at the end just to keep with the theme of the army of course i've gone for the other classic thing that really boils my we the the fanatar with the plasma mortar which i know rob's got um because that's a great unit right sits at the back yeah absolutely lobs this you know plasma blob large blast yeah. template you know you also enhance target in a race so you get minuses to your cover saves great unit toughness eight super super resilient i'd make sure he was near the um uh what's the name near the cataract squad so i've got somebody with a cortex controller and i could also buff him up with some 
cyber urgy jiggery pokery to get him to fire twice in a turn if if so needed. You're not going with Paragon and Metal for him. No, I thought I'm just going to put him next to these guys. Ah, take my chances. I don't really. Uh, you're right. I mean, I've got two of these Catalan squads, so I could sp- split them quite a lot and just have him nearby, so he's within Cortex control range. But with the Cybernetica, it's 24 inches for Cyber Cortex range, mm-hmm. so he's he's got there's a quite a bit of labour in there. I mean, he could be in the middle, and the the, the two Catalan squads could be on the flanks, for example. Yeah. So yeah, so that is it. That's 3,000 points of some Mechanicum, which I wouldn't say is uncommon. I mean, there's a little bit of list tailoring against my own lists, which is the, the you know, the big Thrall squads. You don't necessarily see them too often. And I know that two Dominuses is very rare when you've already got um, Scoria. But the rest of it, I've definitely come across before now, and it's caused me all sorts of bother. The Vorax particularly. You know what could make it even worse? Go on. If you swap on one of the Dominuses, which would probably let you buy even more Tech Thralls, but you swapped him for a Lacrimalis, which meant that every time your Tech Thralls got wiped out on a 5+, they could come back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that little ch- chestnut. So, yeah, yeah. Because right. I nearly I nearly bought one of them for mine, and then uh, I thought that would I, I could feel your eyebrow raising from like mm. from Durham all the way down here. Like So I thought, no, I'd best not bother. I guess that if this if this list came up in front of us in Company Legends, for example, we wouldn't put it necessarily on the naughty list to start with. If we were having the a naughty list, doesn't doesn't yeah, exist exactly. anymore. Doesn't exist anymore. No, the, the, the target of opportunity, you mean? Yeah, we don't have that anymore. But if we did, I don't think this would necessarily put itself on it. But if you kind of drill down a bit, there's very little. What am I going to do when I want to come to one? Well, what do you mean? you do? You have the same, uh, you know, you've only got one more chance to come as a, 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 a player from now on. Your staff, mate, that's how it works. Well, yeah, I know, but, you know, what's the point when there's no naughty list? Oh, no. Oh, we, have a, we, have, we have another another system of another, another game mechanism. mechanism. Oh, right, okay. To, to, to do just that. So, anyway, that's I submit that to the court. Um, nice. It's, yeah, it's, it's Scoria is a big attraction on that list. Yeah, other like uh, Scoria and the Volterax are yeah. nasty. The rest of it is what you'd expect. You know what you'd expect yeah, in yeah. a Mechanicum list. To be fair, yeah, well that's what I wanted to go for, right? Which is yeah, yeah, yeah. a normal kind of Mechanicum list. It will still cause me all manner of bother, and you know it's got it's got flyers, it's got outflanking, you know it it's it's got a lot of really effective shooting. There's not a lot of meat. There's not, a, in fact, there's no real fat on the on the on the bones of this thing. It's all very lean and muscular. So yeah, that was me. Very nice. Very mm. good list. Right, Mr. Ring, take us take us home. Tell us what delights await in your pantry oh, of. Uh, I don't think you can up Michael's list because that's. No, it's horrific. not that bad. It's not. No, really? I'm feeling quite positive about about it after that. Um, it is night. Because okay. um, I thought if I have, if I've got my wolves with me, what am I worried about? And knights are an issue for my wolves list because okay. you can punch them to death. The problem is they then explode and kill you when they, when you've punched them to death. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing was actually um, custodies, but that would need some either sh- some narrative shenanigans or an imperial truth event to get loyalist wolves versus. Um, custodies slash talents so um yeah that, that i thought i'd skip that one That's so awesome. um but I've, I've, i think i've kept this one fairly um 
fairly sensible for a night list. It's not it's not like a millionaire's list, I don't think. Okay. Um, so in HQ, we've got the Questorus Knight Dominus, you know, the big one. Yep. Uh, with Lord Scion, just to make him a HQ, because you've got to have one. Uh, with a Volcano Lance and a Thunder Coil Harpoon, because I just thought that would be quite cool. What's that Volcano Cannon thing? It's, it's a mini Volcano Cannon. I did have it all open before my Confuser decided to crash, so okay. um, I'll, uh, try, I'll try and reopen that while we're while we're doing the rest so it's that, so it's like the new it's like the new plastic kit one yeah that's the big one okay yeah uh, i'm just googling something for the rules so i can tell you what the volcano lance does uh, there they are uh, two seconds man looks up thing on the internet mm-hmm. uh, there we are what we got volcano lance 80 inch range strength nine ap2 heavy one small blast Oh. Not too bad. Well, that. So, it's, so it's not too yeah, bad. The um the Thundercoil Harpoon, twelve inch range, strength ten, AP one, ordnance one, armor bane, flesh bane, instant death, sunder, and harpoon, which is once fired, regardless of whether the attack results in a hit or not, this weapon may not be fired again in the controlling player's next shooting phase. Oh, so it fires and then gets recoiled, but it takes time for it to get pulled back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In addition, any model that fails a save against a wound or a hull point of damage inflicted by this weapon suffers D6 wounds or D6 hull points instead of just Shakers. one. Crikey. So it is, it is, so it is, is it strength 10, did you say? Strength 10, AP1, flesh bane, armor bane, instant death, sunder. Jesus. It's nasty, but you can only fire it three times. Yeah, yeah I know, but three times. It could do a Spartan. You could do a Spartan with. So run that, run that, run that rule. Yes, it's basically one. I mean, it's only twelve inch range, of course. Yeah. But then, having said that, if you're driving Spartans forward, that thing can move twelve and still fire that, right? So protecting a twenty-four inch kind of threat, if you like. Yeah. Harpoon goes out, hits him once with strength ten. Yep. But then it's armor bane, so it's you know almost certainly going to get through the armor fourteen, even with. A flare shield taking it down by to strength nine. It's almost certainly going to go through a warlord titan. It's about the only thing that I've seen that strength ten and armor bane. The only other, well, actually, the uh, Nuremberg three hundred, the Medusas are strength ten. Oh yes, they? oh yes, they are as well. Right, yes, that's true. Um, but um, but they're not. They, they don't also have sunder, so you're not re-rolling one of them either. You're not. You're not. So what's the um? What, what was that six wounds thing? Uh, so if you if you suffer a wound, that wound yeah. becomes d six. Yeah. So for every 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 fail so a failed failed you know eight, one wound if it doesn't kill you because obviously it's got instant death yeah um becomes d6 wounds so presumably that will be after saves so be like oh so you made your invulnerable because you're not dead for instant death that one wound has now become oh five sorry Constantine you are dead after all. Yeah, so it would basically be, so let's say I shoot it at a Primark, Primark fails their 4 plus in one, so it takes a wound, it's basically yeah. one wound plus D6, I think, so it could be uh, seven no, that, wounds. that one wound becomes D6, ah, okay, so it so. still stays one. Oh, okay. Right, okay. So, it's not it could D6 be, plus one. So it could be six wounds, which would be enough to kill most Primarchs, Yeah. if you yeah. were super lucky. With, you know, for one failed save, it's good night. It's, I mean, it's, it's enough to chomp through. I mean, so but then, any, but then any, armor knight, as well. any knight can do that with a stomp if you roll a six. That is also yeah. true. Is anyway. it, does it do it for um, penetrating hits as well? Or is it just wounds? 
uh, just wounds or hull points. It's not a penetrating hit. It's got to get a hull point through so, first. Okay, so even it, so even if it um, glances, yeah, wound or hull point. Oh yeah, hull point. Yeah, <sighs> it could do it. It could do it on a glance. Truth. Okay, it's got to be close. So you know, by that point, if you're shooting at it with a with a vehicle, you're, in, you're, you're you're playing the wrong game anyway because it could charge you. But yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. That's pretty. So yeah, pretty so, my, so my glaive doesn't my glaive doesn't like the sound of that. My glaive wants that's, that to run away. That's all yeah, Michael's yeah. this was missing, really, wasn't it? It was just that. <laughs> just that one extra thing to make it yeah. really effective. Um. So after that, the <laughs> list so. is all troops. Okay. I've got no more ranks or anything like that because uh, that was just points and stuff for not really any massive benefit that I could tell. So I've got two units of three armages. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two with double close combat weapon and one with one close combat weapon and the thermal spear. Right. Uh, let me get you the rules for the thermal spear. Yeah. Is that the um, 40k armature or the? Yes, the thought. Yeah, it's not the Moirax. It's the not one the that the. Okay. It's the one that the Moirax is based on. Ooh, so the thermal. So the, this is all plastic so far. Then. Yeah, it's all plastic. Um, so far. So the thermal mm. thermal spear is 36 inch range, strength yeah. eight, AP two, heavy one melter. It's not bad, is it? I've kind of ignored those in my list, but yeah, yeah it's not bad. And obviously, you've got dreadnought close combat weapon on there as well, which means yes. they're gonna they can punch their way through my Spartans quite nicely. Rad phage or something. No, that's the Moirax. Okay, got it. That's the Gaiji's claw on the Moirax. Mm. These guys don't have that. Um, they've got like a big chain blade thing. Cool. Um, or something else that it has as well. So that's the first two troops' choices. The next one all gets a bit French because we've got a Knight Gallant. Oh, of course, the Gallant. The Gallant. Yeah, just yep. as standard. So you've got the Reaper Chainsword and the Thunderstrike Gauntlet. So again, Great it's going to choice, run, I think, 300 points. 335 points. points. Yeah, it's just going to run up and carve straight through my Spartans and then stomp all over what's inside it. You've got to deal with it, right? It's a, it's a, it's. I think it's, you know, we had a discussion a few years back about whether it's that or the Leviathan. I think the Leviathan's more survivable, but this is a super heavy. You can go 12 charge you know d weapons coming out the wazoo doesn't the get any worse are... you can't take the weapons off it yeah exactly and you can't stop it and you can't stun it or anything like that you can only take the whole points off and it does have that um yeah. kind of void shield thing not void shield whatever it's called ion shield ion shield so yeah but not in close combat yeah. but anyway so also pl- but also plastic as well yes again yeah uh, so again it's not too it's not beyond the realms of possibility that somebody's got these plastics um the next one is a Knight Warden. So again, plastic kit. Uh, and that's the one with the Avenger Gatling Cannon and the Chainsword. So nice. that's going to mop up my infantry. If yes, you know, Once their Spartan's been carved up, you've got that Gatling Cannon as AP3 that's going to put you its weight. shots? A, 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 lo- a lot. I think it's 12 or 15 shots. AP, strength uh, 6, AP3, I think. Uh, no, uh, yeah, it's uh, heavy 12, rending. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's more shots than the Castigators one. Yeah. It's a great gun, that. It really is. Um, and so fourth, uh, hang on, one, two, three, four, fifth troops choice is a Knight Lancer. So we're moving on to the resin now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, well, it's Knight Lancer, it's cool as. You know, you've got uh, D in com- you've got strength D in combat, which, again, my Spartans are not going to like. Neither is my Glaive. Um, and again, I can't. 
my only my only resort is you know I can try and last cannon it off the table, but I'm not going to last cannon it off before it gets to me. And, yeah, you've not got you enough know, last cannons. And stomp right. and stomps holes in me. And then finally, last again sixth troop choice again. So it's the six troop choices as well. So they all score. There's a, is a castigator. So when my Spartans are spanned, then we've got the Volkite sword, which well that just does hideous hideous things to infantry. What's the um, Tempest what, Warblade? The te- no. Tempest Warblade. It's strength ten, um, AP two, deflagrate, and then it's got a Tempest attack, which means every model in base contact takes an automatic hit at initiative two, so it goes before chain fists, and that still does deflagrate. I've seen it take out nine Sekhmet Terminators with one shot doing it. Totally that. working, right? Wow. That's a good choice. So what was the, the night the night before that, the Cascator, we talked about that. That's what's that on with again? Is that just a sword that's, one? Uh, that's the sword and then it's got the um kind of Castigator cannon, which is oh, okay. um, strength seven, AP three, rending, but it's not heavy twelve. Let me just bring up how many shots that actually is. It's a bit annoying that the uh, plastic one gets a shootier gun. Uh, Castigator Cannon is heavy 8. That's it, it doesn't have rending, it's just strength 7, AP 3, heavy 8. Okay, so not quite as good as the Gatling thing, but then again, it's got pretty good close combat. It's got a strength 10, AP 2, melee, deflagrate, tempest Mm. attack, and Sunder as well, the Warblade has as well. It's it's got a different role, hasn't it? (laughs) It's just, you know. Wowzers. One of them. That's a list. Yeah, yeah, but it's, um, it's not as bad as Michael's one. No, really? but I, think, I don't, I don't I know. Might, That's pretty bad. That's not as bad as the yours, though, mate. No way. No, no way. You, you got the, with the Pamela Anderson as well. You know, you're, you're, you've got yeah. You've got a, you've got a tight. You've got a Titan with double D weapons on there. Things. You've you've got the infer. You've got two infernuses. That's. I think that's a very. So okay, let's let's have a think about this. So obviously we need to try and work out how we score this which is quite tricky i haven't realized so, how bad that harpoon could potentially be yeah. I, was just, oh, I, was just looking, awesome. I was just looking at weapon choices that match so the in terms of the theme and i think chris was kind of specific that we were looking for generic-esque lists well which was the yeah theme. i mean it, it's, it's you know it wasn't a case of right to the worst list you can think of which it's we been. could have easily done but <laughs> But okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be fair. Mr. B didn't write that list. No, a yeah. Rob didn't wrote that. A, no, no. A, 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 no, Rob didn't for a change. That's nice. Um, so it's a new in-joke someone, for everybody. Absolutely, it's not gonna go away soon. Uh, Mr. Mr. B had that list proposed to him by a, a, a random, clearly deranged punter. Um, so I, th- I, th- I think we can allow it because it wasn't Mr. B that wrote it. I will uh, overlook the fact that it is possibly up there as a war crime uh, on this occasion. <laughs> it's definitely a war crime. Okay, oh, for yeah. me that that would mark it down. Not because it's, but just because I don't think I've never seen a list like that in any event I've been to. All you need for that list is a, is a table with a sky shield landing pad for you to put the bleeding warhound on. That would work. That would totally work. So. That's a little bit of a markdown from me. I mean, the list is terrifying. I don't think there's any army that I possess. I don't think there's any army you could build. The, the, you know, the, not not if, easily. That is the epitome of lazy heresy, isn't it? It's just going to win everything and be very boring in it, mm. in its approach. I, I mean, yeah, it's a challenge. 
But so, so yeah, I'm, I'm literally trying to go with, with Shield would be would struggle against that. I mean, it would. They would, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just horrific in every way. I mean, even if you got lucky with a D weapon, for example, you could take a load yeah. of them out. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to mark I'm going to mark Mr. B down from that from the theme. Um, <sighs> Rob's is another really good list, but again, p- people tend to shy away from night. So I think from theme yeah. for me, Chris is is the the one that hits the theme of the the exercise the most. Agreed. It's the one that you're most likely to come up against. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. It's it's pretty it's pretty bang average. Um, sort of fair for everybody. So. Yeah. It's, it, it wouldn't raise too many eyebrows from no. somebody that's playing. You it. see, I think I'd love to play that with my wolves. Yeah. I mean, it's right up your street, my friend. And just have but a smash just... up in the middle and just go. You might be stronger, but I've got AP three. Sit down. Yeah. Whereas whereas I go oh. There's just the the big guns don't help it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. No, cool, cool, cool. I mean, I, I think it was. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, so I think Chris clearly wins that one. Uh, what about battlefield effectiveness, which we do have to do, and you know there is an argument that says you know we we kind of it needs to be you know we should really get bonus points for being themey and effective. Michael's has only got Michael's, two. Oh no, the the knights score as well, don't they? The knights do, score yeah. as well, yeah. I yeah. I mean, even if you could score One early, night you would just get leaf blown off by the rest of the army shooting at you. So, unfortunately, there's no. There should be there should be penalty points, but there isn't. I'm gonna have to say that for me, if we're just doing it on pure battlefield effectiveness, yeah, Mr. B. Mr. B's got that one. Yeah, it's just absolutely sewn up. When you start bringing out uh, Titans with Knights, Titans and, and Knights and so and, and Flamer tanks, yeah. then uh, you know, it's pull your pull your pants it. down and expect a good spanking time, isn't it? That's what it is. <laughs> you know yeah, when so. you you know when you did that thing of um, Iron Havocs with a Primus Medicare and a Deradeo with an Atomatic Pavis Cream, yes. and you thought this is really bad. Nobody yes. ever do this. Yeah. Turns out it's not that bad. Comparison to what could be done, it just goes to show what depth people will plumb yeah. to win a game. But, depth but anyway, of gravity. Yeah, that is the very yeah. depth of gravity. So, Mr. B, clear clear winner. So, that leaves us. So, in terms of fun to play with, fun to play against, Chris, Battlefield Effectiveness, Mr. B. Mm-hmm. Let's see how much how much moolah we blew on, on creating these armies. So, I reckon Rob is going to be cheap as chips. It is. Yeah. So how much is that, Rob? Is it from, is it under four digits? Oh yeah. Oh, okay, and, that, okay. and that's four, that that's well under four digits from GW Prime. You could save easily a hundred quid plus if you went to Element or the Outpost. So how much is it to put that together? From GW Prime, it's eight hundred and four pounds. Nice, Mister B. Yours is going to be serious oligarch Crazy money. Money. One thousand six hundred and eighty-six pounds. Oh, less, really? less than I thought. Yeah, it's not that many quid models. more than mine. So uh, yeah, it's not that many models, but look at the size of the damn things. You've got no, a chuffing Titan true. in there. Yeah. The Titan's what four hundred quid? With, yeah, with weapons five hundred uh, quid. Three hundred and fifty quid, I think it is for the. That's basic, just for the body. Seventy quid is it? Forty quid for forty quid per gun. Forty-five quid for it. You got ninety quid in arms in weapons mm. for it as well. You're looking yeah. at four hundred and fifty notes for a warhound, mm-hmm. which is why I don't have one. Mm. So, and then the, the knights themselves aren't cheap. Uh, I, I was just, it's, mine was one thousand and seven pounds. 
So that's but a lot, all of that's coming from. There's no plastic. The only plastic in there is the the two dominuses, which I just used the um, Games Workshop ones. Everything else comes off the production line of Forge World, so it's 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 big money. And what about you, Chris? Oh, yeah, mine was one thousand and ninety. The glaive okay. is a big old, you know, it's two hundred quid of it. So. Oh, I'd gone offline when you mentioned there was a glaive in there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's a good lad. Awesome. Sneaky little glaive. <laughs> yeah, it's a very nice Somebody else's list. So anyway, that's where we're at. Um, so I hope we enjoyed that. It's an interesting challenge. That turned into really quite uh, interesting. The things that we, um, each of our particular play styles. Um, struggles with so for example mm. the Serlac one I probably wouldn't have raised an eyebrow like Rob said he reckoned he would have taken them in close combat I think it would have been 50-50 I would have just blown them off the board to be honest with you <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and Michael you, you'd have just gone Michael can I borrow on, that list of yours yeah. thank you mate yeah. 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 but just you know but Michael yeah. with his ultramarines who knows right it depends what the, how the dice gods feel with Michael most times so but yeah clearly for you like I say that big mop of lots of guys kind of doing the orc thing but much better yeah. Uh, it's problematic. So anyway, that was a really good challenge. Bother. Good, good idea, Chris. I like and, that. Uh, yeah, I like so that. Hopefully, that hopefully, I won't have a uh, uh, you know go and see the go and see the teacher uh, after that one. Now you've passed that, Mr. B. On the other hand, may have detention. I'm going to have a smoke of my pipe in the staff room and a couple of rich teas, and then I might have a word with him in the afternoon just before break. He's got a note for PE. I think we, should, we need to make sure everything's okay at home. That's what we need to do because you know there yeah. needs to be some safeguarding issues uh, raised after that sort of thing. Yeah, it's like why, why is somebody at such a tender young age being exposed to such such filthy. horrors? Yeah. Uh, what, so can, I, what can what can one one man do against such yeah. reckless hate? Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Theoden King. Yes. <laughs> so there we are. Uh, class dismissed. On to the next section. Going home time. Yeah, it is. Bell's gone. Let's get out of the car park and have a scrap with the next door school. Yeah. <laughs> Hope the Basher Brook hasn't reversed the bus into the swimming pool again. Yeah. And once again, dear listeners, we come to that sad, sad part of the show where departing is such sweet sorrow. Uh, please do uh, leave us some reviews on iTunes or follow us on Facebook if you don't do so already. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. Uh, anything you like. Uh, give us a little thumbs up or the equivalent thereof. Um, all the links to all our social media things are in the show notes, so you should have no problem finding them. Um, if you wouldn't mind giving our page a like, just you know for lols, but... We don't even look at it anymore, honest gov, although we have a huge amount of stuff on there and we update it very regularly. So it's worth checking out um, all the latest things that are happening in the world of Edge of Empire. So all the things that we're painting and all of the, the things that we're doing and, and are interesting for us. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm just waiting to get the uh, USB stick back from the photographer and I'm going to upload all my wedding pictures so that everybody can see everybody, them. Everybody yeah. can see them. Um, yeah. And yes, like I said, it's... Uh, Please do give us a like on the Facebook page. Uh, I think we're up to 720 I checked today, which is no bad. Thing. Um, not that. Haven't you got that thing on your phone now that just goes, it sort of vibrates and plays a little happy tune no, every time you get an extra like? It's every thousand downloads now. 
So oh, it's, okay. it's going off like crazy. Um, if you want to get in touch, it's like us, a Tesco supermarket. Uh, it, it's exactly what it's exactly what it's self-service checkout. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, of course you can uh, post on our Facebook wall or via the messenger. Uh, send us a message to that account, uh, or you can email us at the rather confusingly entitled the rush at edgeofempire.co.uk. Just One be day careful what inquire. you send. In. Yeah, I will inquire as to why the rush. But anyway, that's where we're at. Uh, if you want to drop to us an be email, fair, you can change it to anything you like, and we'll still get it. As long as okay. it says at edgeofempire.co.uk. Don't encourage people. Don't encourage people. We've, we've oh, already God, seen what we've already the had email, the email. Did you get the email I sent you, Mike? Yes. Um, that I would seriously speak to a doctor about that rather than me. Okay. Right, okay. So if you want to help the show, of course, we have an affiliate link with Audible. So you can sign up and get uh, your Horse Heresy audiobooks through them. Uh with a month's free trial, so you can have a quick zip around. But after that, it's £7.99 a month, and that gives you one audiobook. And as, as of now, all of the Black Library books are there, so that's very cool. Or you can go you know, and become one of our um, most cherished of dear listeners and join our patron programme, where we give you absolutely nothing of any difference to what we give everybody else. But other than the, the safe in the knowledge that your your small contribution uh, is bringing heresy to the world um, via the medium of these four crazy guys. So if you do want to drop us a little couple of dollars in the, in our tip jar, you know, the price of a coffee, if you've enjoyed the show, that would be awesome, right? Because we can then potentially splurge it all on maybe a marathon, well, I say marathon, a Snickers oh, bar between us. Showing, showing your age there. Right? Yeah, right. Seriously. Anyway. I don't care. Uh, they still opal fruits. Yeah, that's true right enough. Uh, tab clear. Anyway, you can also help us out by going through the advert on our website to purchase your wargaming toys through Element Games. Um, and so we get a little bit of a bit of a kickback there. And we also have Element Crystal Codes, which means that if you buy stuff from Element Games, uh, you get double the crystals and we get normal crystals, which is nice. So depending on who you feel is most deserving of your crystals, you can use the codes as follows. So for Chris, it's... <laughs> Uh, for Graham, it's GRO2794. Uh, Michael's is... And Rob's is... And uh, there we go. So we also have links with the outpost as well. So uh, feel 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 free to... to uh, to I believe I got those. the bleeding Jerry one and all. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. We just got muffled. You got, I mean, you know, yes, some, anyway. something for the... 30 he's come back yeah so anyway with a little bit of tom fuller at the end that brings this episode of age of empire to a close he's not going to correct it though is he he's just no i'm not i'm not going to correct it at all people can look it up on the on the thing we'll put them on there anyway because it was just for the comedic moment and that's what that's priceless that's worth a few crystal codes for anybody's standards so (laughs) it's next episode i don't know what i've got a clue not a clue so if anybody we'll work something out well you know if anybody out there particularly wants to see what sort of theme we do, we've got we've still got some legions to cover. Um, but if anybody's got wolves at some point, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I'd like to do them, honest gov. Um, yeah, if yeah. you've got any ideas for a list, I can challenge, sit out and be an independent yeah. adjudicator. If you've got any ideas for a list challenge that you may want to do, like this random kind of one that we've done today. Please let us know because we're always interested into in, in exploring new and interesting ways to bring you three thousand points of joy to your ear holes. So anyway, 
without further ado, I'm going to call it a night. Uh, so it's a very good night for me and have a lovely month. Graham is out. <laughs> yeah, good, night, everyone. good night, everybody. Yeah, have, everyone have a lovely month and uh, we'll be back on track and uh, uh, speak to you next month. Yes. Or later this month. Well, God knows. Or yep. next month or at some point. But, good uh, stuff. Yeah. Great work, folks. We'll see you later. Bye. À la prochaine, tout le monde. Bye-bye.